Metal Man. I'm joined by the 20-time champion, a two-time world champion, a legend, a staple to the Call of Duty scene, the co-host of The Flank. Give it up for Patty P. Aches. Pat, what's going on? Uh, not much, Tom. You know, this week, I obviously, just a couple of days ago, announced that I joined Ubisoft uh, to work on X Defiant. Um, yep. And, and yeah, things things are looking good, man. Um, we got Hell some yeah. good games today, and I think we're gonna have a good a good flank. Yeah, we had. Uh, it's very late here. It's it's about eight Pacific right now. We had a long day of COD. A long day. Long day. Uh, a few production issues, stuff like that. We also got a special guest who's gonna be joining us throughout the weekend. He's a staple. To the Call of Duty scene, another world champion. I mean, look at the rings on this fucking show right now. I wish I had one of those fucking things. Give it up for the one and only Chris Parasite, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, thank you so much for coming on this weekend, man. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. No problem, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad uh, I get to fill in for Ben. As he nah, they oh. love you. They love you. Look, they're going crazy right now. <laughs> look at the whack. They Every time you're on the show, people love having you on. I think uh, people really like how knowledgeable you are with the game. And I know you've been watching and... Uh, you know, we've all been watching. Uh, there's been a lot of COD to watch. Man. It's been a while, dude. It's been a while. And I've also been watching you guys on the reverse sweep. You guys have been doing a great job over there, too. It's a little bit of a different vibe than over here. I feel like on the yeah, reverse sweep, yeah. it's a little bit different. But um, I, I like what you guys are doing over there. So, so keep that up. And uh, if you guys didn't know what Pat just said, the X Defiant, what, what's it called, the, the name of the game, Pat? Yeah, so, the, so the, Tell it's a little X bit Defiant. about it. Um, yeah, it's a free-to-play uh, first-person arena shooter. Uh, if you go to my tweet... Um, on my Twitter, you'll see there's a link to register. There's upcoming uh, closed testing. Hope to be able to share some more details in the next few days. And uh, yeah, I would love to get everybody registered and 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 get ready to to play. Hell yeah, man! Go check it out. Go check Pat's tweet. I know he's been working hard over there. So if you guys want to go show some love, go do what you gotta do. But today we got a lot of Call of Duty to talk about. Some really good matches, and I think we should hop right into it. Let's stop wasting some time and let's do what we do. First match of the day, we had the Los Angeles Gorillas going up against London Royal Ravens. We had the Beatles up, Tuscan Hardpoint, Berlin SD, Gavitu Control, Berlin Hardpoint, and Desert Siege SD, which we saw a couple times today, which is interesting because I feel like we haven't seen it. We've rarely seen it this year. And then today at the Major, we've seen it a couple times. So, what do you guys think about the Beatles? Anything that catches your eye before we get into it, if anything at all? Um. I guess the the control scared me um, mainly because I just know how bad um, the gorillas have been in control in general. Yeah. Um, and kind of Ravens getting their map. I think they've been very good on Gavitu control or mm -hmm. Gavutu. I don't know. I don't know how people are calling it still to this day. What do you call it? Do you call it Gavutu or Gavitu? I call it Gavitu. I don't know. Okay. Everybody calls I it Gavutu though. I'm the only yeah, one. Yeah. See, I was calling it Gavitu, and then I got so many people tweeting me like, "It's fucking Gavutu, not Definitely Gavutu. It's Gavutu. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. See, first I was saying okay. Bokage. then everybody said that kind of sounded like a really bad word, so to stop saying that, and I said, "Okay, fuck." <laughs> And then I started saying Gavitu, and now everybody's saying it's Gavudu. The fuck is that? Gavudu. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think the I think the first thing I noticed is the I, I think the map set favored London uh, just a little bit. Obviously, we know how good Gorillas are in hardpoint, so it's hard to kind of say any hardpoints don't favor them in general because they're just a good team in hardpoint. But mm. overall, I think this favored London, and uh, but we kind of knew this was going to be a bloodbath of a series, um, and we were kind of wanting to see you know, how London performed on land. This was at that first true, you know, test for them because they had that poor showing from the kickoff. 
Yeah. Yeah. But, I think this game was uh sorry, my bad Tom. No, no, but Grace, I think this ahead. game was just uh like a game of the veterans versus the rookies, man. Like you look at the gorillas and like those guys have a ton of experience in comparison to the likes of Afro, yeah. Nasty and Gizmo, and for them to go to a map five um and close it out, like it showed a lot of uh resilience, man, and good for them. This is a this is a really entertaining series. A really good series, and I'm I'm really imp impressed by London. Honestly, I I feel like they're so aggressive compared to other teams, and I don't know if you guys yeah. feel the same way, but just the way they play and the pace they play at, pace, I didn't yeah. I didn't expect London with this roster going into the year on paper to come out and play like that. They they, they didn't give me an aggressive type vibe, you know, like that wasn't the team uh, dynamic I was expecting from these guys. Granted, I didn't know much about these guys like Gizmo and Nasty. Yeah. And, uh, I know Afro a little bit. I know Trey, obviously. But did you guys expect this from London at all? Because this is this is really good play from them. I did just simply because I I follow challengers and I like knew the type of players that all these guys were, and Gizmo was always a super aggressive um, AR player, nasty, also really disgusting SMG player. And Afro, we got to mm -hmm. saw him on London last year, and he was also super aggressive. So yep. kind of just reminded me of like uh like the little phase mold man. You got like your slower AR, your methodical player, and like Arsides and Hero here, and then you have like three just like cracked out players and yep. like they have a, they have a good formula on paper in terms of the the way they they situate themselves like as like for roles yeah so. and and i want to give a huge shout out to, to nasty want to show him some love because i feel like when we talk london we talk a lot about gizmo a lot about afro sometimes about trey we don't talk about nasty enough this guy popped off today this guy was having some of the the best gameplay of his life i don't know this guy was absolutely frying it on top of that he was also doing the fundamentals and i had this noted down but right here I just like the heads up play, finding those gaps. I think this is what a lot of the top subs are going to continue to do all year. But he just finds a gap in a map and he notices it. He breaks down the setup of the Los Angeles Gorillas. Maybe a little mishap there. Little LAG maybe took him a little bit too long to pick up mid. But really good play from Nasty with the squad spawns. I know Chris and, and Pat, you guys know a lot about squad spawns. Maybe not the, the best thing to deal with, but I mean, good play out of Nasty here. I think this I'm, is a... I'm surprised nobody checked it. Like, like Austin was kind of looking they at that They were looking room, at it, right? It didn't, like, didn't throw a stun in there, like not even like a spot check. But but yeah, I mean, it was a heads up play out of Nasty. And, you know, for him to be able to make these heads up plays and be able to slay like this as well. Um, and that's kind of what we saw today. The, the kids grow. And I think this this London, this squad, they got a good team. Um, And, and you know, the, now that they're able to... or. Now they've kind of proved that hey they're just as capable on land. It's mm -hmm. it's a it's a scary thing for them. No, it's they just scary. look so confident. They literally look so confident. If you watch their gameplay, they just make decisions. Well, have you heard their interviews? Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much yeah, the, the confidence is like the main thing yeah. with them for sure. Yeah, if you listen to their interviews, it's all about yeah we think we but can win every single gunfight on every single map. Like that's their. But logic it's one thing playing. to like you know say it, and it's one thing to play like it. You know what I mean? Like these yeah. guys have these guys are young men, but they have the swagger, and it's like it's it's you can see it in their gameplay, and who knows how that's gonna keep up for them. But like that one play that you were talking about, um, ultimately, if you look at the the score line, like they brought it back. him him buying that much time uh it like won them the game yeah no it didn't i think nasty was able to w was able to make that play win in the game but i i also think just right here lag started bringing it back a little bit and i think lag they brought it back they brought it away to back but london just can't, got out to such a hot start they got such a big lead that it was just such a huge climb for lag you know i, I, I want to say something and this isn't like disrespectful to asim obviously uh -huh. but Asim should not be the superstar player on this team. And I feel like throughout their their big wins on the online matches, he's been their best player. Um, and, and even in hard point now, I feel like he stepped up. Obviously, that's awesome for him. He's kind of mm -hmm. stepped up from those early game consistencies. Yeah. But I got to see more slaying power out of the rest of the team. 
Like they are good in hardpoint, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like they're not slaying the way that this team should be slaying for a yeah. roster that has puke and gunless and slasher. Like, where's you see where's spurts their... of it? You see spurts of it. I mean, oh, Austin had that really good. Yeah, no, not consistently at all. That's what I'm saying. Spurts. Like you see it every once in a while. And I also, I, I mean, I, I definitely disagree with the take that Asim can't be the superstar. I, I mean, I, sh I should say when they were building this roster, I don't think they were thinking like Asim's gonna be our main uh, no, best player on the no, team. Like, but, but I also but he's think playing he's, like it is what I'm saying. I just feel like he's getting to that point in his career now where like he's not the rookie anymore. He's got some experience. He's just getting to the point now where he's getting better now. You know, he's getting better. He's getting more consistent. And I think as young players grow i mean that's just it's, it's pretty common with with young players as he pops a three-piece yeah. in, in the, and, that, in the and that's what i'm saying this wasn't a dig to him like no, 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 I, I get gross, what you're saying but... because when you look at the rest of the roster you're like who gunless i mean these are guys <laughs> yeah. these are guys who are like gunless is an mvp slash slash is the world champ you know what i'm saying like these guys are top players so i definitely feel that and even when we were watching it i mean i was saying the same thing i mean i was even pat you've been saying you want to see austin you know step it up you know, yeah. you want to see him step up. I mean, I know Big P's been been doing his thing. He struggled this first map. So it just seemed like it wasn't clicking for LAG to kick things off. It just wasn't. And London, they were able to hold on. It was a really scrappy end uh, of the map. I know Merc and Maven. Merc and Maven casted this one, right? Let me just... Yeah. yeah. They were losing their mind watching this P5 hill. Um, just because of all the grenades and stuff that were, that were flying by. But... Um, I think towards the end of this game, I think London just did a good job just being a nuisance, just constantly mm -hmm. applying pressure, LAG too. I mean, this was a whole clusterfuck, um, and it went back and forth, back and forth, and London were able to squeak it out. Is that P1 rotation. They, yeah. they did a good job just rotating, playing disciplined, and holding their angles, and I think it was a good setup from them. What do you the, guys think? The, like, one, the one hill they like actually rotated to, and like mm -hmm. they 2v1 the guy on the point. But even then, like LAG broke it. And they were in a position to a basically second. win the game. Yeah, they were they were mm -hmm. in a position to win the game. They had to hold off like one more push. And I think they played way too passive. And I don't know about you, but like in, in a game like this, even in World War II, the original, here. you kind of need to like not like play the most generic angles, like the most generic head glitches. You know they're going to come in and team nade. Like their composed roster, yeah. Zeros obviously has a lot of experience. Like he's going to tell them to nade these spots. Like they've probably done this in, in practice hundreds of times why are they playing the most basic head glitches why is like gunless just sitting in this corner why isn't he like getting ready to like anticipate a gunfight like play yeah, a little bit like more aggressive like, like that heady like he's yeah i mean i mean shot. i mean right Catch here throwing nades you know right I mean? here with three dead and you know you, they obviously see this guy here because he's he was just standing up so they know he's here and he's throwing a grenade i mean they should push him like number seven should hit him out you like push push it out like kill him like Delay their push is what you're saying, Chris. Delay their push. Yeah, yeah. Just get just get more aggressive angles so yeah. they're not just basically at the mercy of the other team's nades. Because that's just something I would do. Like if I know they're coming off spawn with a fresh mm -hmm. set of nades, yeah. I'm not gonna just have every single person play a spot where they're gonna get naded. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Pat, I don't know if you agree with that as well, but I, I definitely agree with that. I feel yeah, like uh, I think it's a good plan to push out cuts. Safe in their setups in general, like like Pierce would have had two people looking over him, like holding their side. He could have yeah. easily played that 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 heady a little more aggressive and, mm. and you know may, probably got a pick there and, and just made their wave that much harder mm -hmm. in their push yep and then uh london they were able to close it out good rotations out of them i know you heard nasty say it in the interview but their biggest problem is they felt like they were never rotating they felt like they were just always playing for breaks so uh, good rotations at the end they were able to squeak out a w so maybe some improvements being made from london but then we get into the snd the berlin snd and i already have it written down here in my notes multiple clutches we had a couple 2v4 rounds we had gizmo with a 1v2 this one went all the way down to around 11 what were you guys initial thoughts 
if any if any I, I i feel like this game has had a lot of clutches in general bro like i don't know if people are and i don't, I don't want to use the word trolling but like it, it kind of looks like people just makes them just on the head or on the fly bonehead plays and mm -hmm. it it leads to those situations that become clutchable yeah. right that that shouldn't be mm -hmm. um, like 2v 2v4s bro like 2v4 should be impossible well, here's the team... first one let's take a look yeah let's take a look and see what the hell went wrong here so so london they're on the defense as well which is even crazier but i think i think it was hook who who went rogue hook made a play he went rogue this whole map he, i mean hook was all over the place he was definitely all over the place he was making plays but i think london i just don't know how they weren't able to trade out these kills and how they let hook and slasher clutch this up so slasher puts some shots down so once slasher initiates and, and gets that guy weak and backs him off that allows hook to, to hit that because it opens up the gap that guy has to give it up Hook finds no, a gap. Sorry, my bad. No, go ahead, not Chris. Not necessarily, Tom. Um, I don't know if you noticed. Number two is watching that angle. He just basically he might have like blinked or something, but he should have been able to see them. Number two oh, is yeah. literally he watching that cross. He blinked. He, he blinked and literally let Hugh get through. Like that, we had the lights that in was, his eyes, Tom. Yeah, I mean, that that eyes. ultimately Ooh. was how that even you know started. If that guy gets called out, he doesn't get through. Or like the guy that's a uh, top fire, yeah. um, picks him up. That's literally what happened, and yeah. that's the only reason why it, it it even happened. If that unless that guy must. Unless, unless he called him out, but Hook just like YOLO pushed the backfire <laughs> and the guy fired, didn't expect it. Like thought he was just going to yeah, yeah. sit uh tank or something. It's funny that you said blink because wasn't there a clip of Embos back in the day blinking in a wager? Yeah, and he missed the cross. And he missed the cross, yeah. which is like, that is actually fucking hilarious, bro. Like little things like that, I feel like people don't know, like realize like, bro, if you blink or even I saw Envoy in the series today, Enable mentioned it in our in our watch party. Uh, he uh, he looked up at his mini map right before somebody challenged him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you take a glance at your mini map, somebody challenges you, and you're like, "Fuck," you know. So sometimes those little timings can bite you in the ass. But two v four from from LAG, um, and then they end up doing the same thing in the two two round. They they get another two v four. So I don't know if it's something that London's doing wrong or if LAG is just clutch master over here. But um, they end up doing the same thing back. I think Gizmo went rogue right there. I think Joey D, Merc, out, yeah. Merc was saying a little heat check during the game. He liked it, but then after they lost this round, he said, like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't the best. Uh, if I, that range was like 10 meters shorter, I would have been all for it. But he chowed, uh, Honestly, like, I don't think fight. he meant to chow that just because he got two in his mind. He's probably expecting to get like insta-traded. And he's kind of alone. Like the guy that's coming up behind him, he's not really in a full position help. So he's nah, probably just he trying meant, to catch he it. Meant the Wait, are you he really meant the expecting that. an insta trait? Yeah, okay, no, okay, no, that. that. The way, yeah, no, he meant right, the chow right. that. He slow, he slow scraped it. He slow scraped it. Something like I'm not just gonna sit in that corner either way. I mean, still, hey, I'm gonna be honest check. with you. He could easily win this with the MP40 though against Big P. Like he could, he could. Nah, he could. No, he could. That's an easy shot. Big P, Big P's in the open. He misses shots. I mean, Big oh, P's in the open. But the thing is, is like Big P's going to kill him every day of the week as long as he doesn't miss his shots with the yeah, automaton. Like the, 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 yeah, the and, automaton and is better at range. the headshot multiplier right there. Like, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. Gizmo, he he did the he died. And then London just kind of gave up the bomb, which I didn't like. Why'd they turtle so hard? I mean, you have numbers. You know what I'm saying? You might as well just push up the map. I mean, get eyes, do something. You know, they just let LAG get the bomb down. And then at that point, it's kind of just like a... Uh, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, LAG could just, just play like, individually and make plays. So we've seen London play on this map. I feel like when they have that kind of like uh, Trey snipe strat, they're mm -hmm. really relying on the other team to go B. Yeah. Because, um, dude, it's so hard to retake at A with a sniper. Like, I, I feel like they're really like that play call is assuming they're going B. Um, but, yeah, I mean, LAG just made a good play. They got control of A site, got the bomb down, and then it was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good place. Hey, good good job out of out of LAG. Obviously, they had uh, a couple clutches, and then Gizmo was the three four round where where he was able to to clutch up. 
Um, but let's go to the round 11. Actually, it's right here. If you guys want to see the 1v2 from, from Gizmo real quick, he, he made the play right here. I think it was Slasher that he ended up frying, like, down low. Um, but you can see Gizmo. I don't know what happened right here, but Gunless, did he let, see him cross? Did he not see him cross? Gunless didn't, get, didn't see the cross here in the doors. Like, he had it, but he didn't have it. Um, Gizmo crossed. Pierce didn't see him. And then I think right here, you know what happened right there is one MP40 versus Automaton up close, yeah. and two I think I think Gizmo just slides under his aim. You know that happens a lot when I play. People just slide under you, and you can't you you can't look down quick enough. You know. Yeah. It looks like there's a lot of blinking going on in this map. Yeah, there's a lot of blinking. People isn't seeing that guy. Where, yeah, where bro. Was, yeah, where was Pierce <laughs> watching though? But like, look, I'll show you. That's what I'm saying. He had to be ADS. He had like, to be we, ADS. Yeah. Well, we saw what his arrow was watching, but I wonder if he was like staring top right, watching like the cross in the A bomb. The thing is, is right. This is where I'm confused, yeah, Pat. This is where I'm confused. Seen this, yeah. Right here, number five knows that that Gizmo is outer. Right, Slasher calls him out outer. He's needing it. Get, big P's looking in the site right here. Still doesn't matter because he, he turns here last second. I think Gizmo just might have got by right before Big P. Yeah, right before Big P looks at yeah. it. Gizmo got by, which is weird that Big P was preaming the site because Austin pre I, I bet. Unless Austin he thought he ran Austin. into the door. Big P probably thought he yeah, ran into well, the site. He could have came up the outside stairs. Yeah, yeah. right. That might have been what Austin called. Yeah, he, Big but, P but probably if thought if he Austin hit the site. If didn't call that, Big P was probably blinking right there, you know? <laughs> Nah, I'm pr I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Big P looked in the site thinking he was gonna come in through side door. Yeah, it was just um, unfortunate timing. But then we get to the round eleven. Let's break down the round eleven. Let's see what happened here. Uh, I think it was Asim who rushes his site, finds a big first blood, so good win out of him, and then gets an insta trade. I don't really like one person playing a site by himself. If you're London, I don't. I don't. I don't either. I, yeah, I, especially when LAG's favoring this site, right? Like. Yeah, that was weird to me. That was weird that they had one guy in there. Asim just gets the kill, plants the bomb, and gets out of there. At this point, it's a, it's a retake. London uh, made it close. It got a little mixy. There's a lot of trades and people making individual plays. You can see Slasher back all the way up, so he has the pinch. So really all they got to focus on is the bomb. And uh, they, they died. Almost they almost threw. They didn't. I mean, London hit the site. They won the fights. And then Hook, the big two-piece from Hook, jumping yeah. through the window. Really big plays. And then at this point, with, with 13 seconds left, I mean, Nasty doesn't have a play. GG, yeah. It's GG. So just good plays. If, if Hook doesn't win that gunfight, they probably lose. Probably over, yeah. Uh, that's agreed. why I think London tweeted out something like, uh, they were joking, but like I saw a lot of like, that should have been like a 5-0 series yeah. that they were tweeting because of kind of how close these, these maps were and how... Mm. How spastic they felt. Yeah, no, it was definitely the maps were really close, and then we get into the to the Gavit, uh, what a Gavutu, Gavutu, the, the, yeah. the Gavutu fucking control, and what is this the best control offense we've ever seen so far? What do you guys think? Have you guys seen this? It was this? fast. It was this fast. was fast. Yeah. This was this was this was good shit right here. I, I like this. I don't know what happened off the rip. They just what did they hit off the rip? So they just won all the fights. They sent everybody yeah. A except for one guy. One guy went ring. And then once the guy won the fights ring, he just kind of pushed, maybe made a solo play. He pushes up. They were on both points off the rip. Both points. They were just winning all the fights. And they got pushed up so fast. I, I just feel like there was nothing here for LAG to do. They just have to I win their like fights. LAG they were just, just caught, caught off guard. Off guard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah, as, soon as, off guard. as soon as Trey hopped B, the guy didn't even turn around. And then Trey gets shoots him in the back. Like he he's probably was just mind blown that a guy was on B. <laughs> and yep. he just gets shot in the back. And then uh, Trey gets on the point, And then they're just, yeah, it's over. No, good yeah, place. And you can see here, they, they were able to, to secure that B point. I think uh, it was Trey Zero who was able to stay alive, like Chris just said, and, and work some kills. And as soon as they get that B point, they got the B point and the A point at the same time, which is, I've never seen anything like this, honestly. And, it, I, and I think LAG split, right? They, they didn't, split. Like, they they didn't, didn't just come up with a full game plan, all four hit one thing. Because I think they could have easily stopped B if they just would have all four, same time, hit it out, mm -hmm. coordinated nades. But, but yeah, I think they just... 
they, like like Chris said, they were just so caught off guard. It got probably hectic in their comms, and they didn't really have a game plan to, to how they wanted to stop that round. It just got out of control, and London capitalized. Yep. To be fair, once you get a guy on top of the tower of the boat and then Trey's on the B point, you can basically crossfire the gap that's, like, going towards B, and they're also, like, obviously locking down A, so they couldn't, like, after they won that initial set, like, well, the second, like, set of gunfights when Trey got onto the point, it was basically over. Like, they weren't getting to B. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. And I, I just think, uh, I think London won the next defense as well and go up 2-0. Um, and you guys know how the defense was. I think LAG got the A point and then uh, they just couldn't capitalize on a B point. They go up 2-0. LAG bring this one all the way back though. And I don't know if you guys expected that one, but I think LAG, they go back on a defense. Uh, they end up clutching this up and then they go to the offense and, uh, you know, just a clinical offense out of them. I think uh, they worked the A point. This is a typical Gava 2 offense uh, round right here. Where they they work yeah. the A point, they get the they get the trades, they get they get the point, and then uh, they keep fo uh, forcing themselves over to that B side, just playing kills, working those late flanks. You got the subs working mid, working green, trying to be a nuisance. Um, this is just typical uh, Gavin's control the, here. Is this the first two zero comeback win? Um, two zero? Like in, yeah, you're like, saying you're saying on on control with somebody up two zero, a reverse yeah, sweeping yeah, yeah, control? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. On Tuscan, on t or, sorry, on Gavutu. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe yeah, I, I, it Gavutu. might be. I have no idea if anybody in the chat knows, but um, um, unless you know, Chris, do you know, I'm I'm pretty sure. No idea. That. I feel like I feel like that's not that hard to do, honestly, because you win on your Gavutu, defense. I feel like it could be. Hard. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they just LAG just had this was insane. I mean, this is what I wanted to show. I mean, this was absolutely nuts. There's five seconds left on the clock, ten eight life advantage. Yeah, they Hook, should not have won this round. Hook has to make a play on the site. He ends up scraping by. He's getting shot in the, in the side. He finds the guy in Hill. He somehow gets onto the site, and LAG just win every single fight. I mean, I don't know how the hell they were able to get kills and get into this point. I just feel like it was a, an overall troll from the London Royal Ravens here. I think that's why they yeah. were frustrated and thought it should have been a 5-0 because LAG had no right winning this I, map I right like here. They, I think, to me, it looked like London thought they won it, and they were kind of playing lazy. Like All they had to do was hold that cross. If, if Hugh isn't able to slide to the tank right there and get control... They don't, they, this game's over. Like, I felt like they just got a little lazy. They thought it was over. They didn't anticipate him to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, he just made the play. I would have liked like, to see, I would have liked to see at London get more aggressive, though. Like, well, right, right here. Why like, are they right, backing up? One right, four, right, they right. Back well, they're backing like, up. Like one, like, one should hit Bo. He should pinch ring. He should do, like, do something. You have lives. I mean, you still have lives to work with. There's only 15 seconds left. User in your channel, Number three should down. push middle. Like, something, something should happen here. Something. Like, well, London even, just turned. Even if, like, one and four right there just jump off go forward and hold that cross and that and that i think they call it like cut the first cut or whatever yeah like they they, they easily kill huke like guaranteed kill the guy just slides in the open but no mm -hmm. one was there because they spawn and backed up and and it looked like look at number four like what is he looking at? i feel like they were so worried about some potential flank but like bro there's yeah. there's four seconds left like no one is flanking with four seconds yeah and they just they just got kills like they just killed them they just, they just i just i just don't understand how they're spawning greenside and they're getting kills and london decides to back up and rotate backwards when it's like hey just push up be a nuisance get get behind them pinch ring just be annoying like there's so many different plays you can make they ended up turtling. LAG get into the point. They clutch it up. And then after that, LAG squeak out. Of, they get the defensive side on the, on the last round. They were able to get yo, defense. Hold on, hold on real quick. Yo, yo, Chris, are you there? Mm -mm. What happened? He lagged out? <laughs> he either lagged out or he can't blink. One of the two. Oh, he lagged out because he's, okay. he's out of the team speak as well. Oh, that sucks. We lost Chris. Yeah, he, we'll, he froze on the. On well, the hopefully, can. we can get him back. We'll keep it going for now. Yeah, that was um, funny. unless, unless, unless Ian, should, should we go with a little intermission? Let's go to a little intermission real quick. Hold on. Channel yo, switched. yo, yo! Little intermission yeah. during the flank. 
Hey. Yo, Ian, you want to come on? Chris just lagged out or some shit. Just till he gets back. Um, if you want. Wait, team, are you and, in your and, game and, or and what? And they no, would, they would love that right now because, <laughs> you know, Chris Paris, like he's out of here, bro. He's out. I don't know what happened to him. You don't have to though, Ian. If you don't want to, me and Pat got it. You know, if you want to play ranked. No, I, I, no, I'll, I'll come by until he comes back. All right, no problem. We're in the other call. Come through. All right. Yo, All right, channel switched. Not right. The Mr. Ian's coming. I mean, we got enabled, ladies and gentlemen. Just like that. Um, I'm gonna User keep. I'm gonna keep channel. the scenes how they are. All right, yeah. Welcome to the flank, man. Yeah. What's up, baby? What's up? Yo, Ian, Chris, Ian might have hit Chris off. Uh, yeah, we might have hit Chris off. Why don't, why, look at you, <laughs> propaganda head ass, and again, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. You, bro. This guy Chris lagged out, man. I don't know what happened. His internet probably dropped, but um, hopefully we can yeah. get him back. But uh, we'll we'll get into it. Uh, we're gonna finish off this this control. It was LAG. We were able to sneak out that defense and make oh, a back. play. Is he back, oh, Chris? I'm uh, out of here. Are you here, Chris? We <laughs> miss you. My internet went out, man. Your internet went out. Oh well, at least you're back. Room. At least you're back now, Chris. At least you're back now. It was a little, little intermission break, a little intermission there. Yo, Ian, thank you for joining us today on the flank, Ian. Hey, I had a pleasure for real. Man. You guys are great. Uh, Mafia man, great, the flank great, viewers, you guys are great. You guys always show me love, so thank you. I hope you enjoyed my time. Good Hell luck, yeah. boys. It's been a pleasure, Ian. Enjoy yourself. And if you want to stay, you can. It's up to you. But go ahead, dude. Nah, I'll, I'll pop in. And I'll pop yeah, in. Yeah, pop in every every once in a while, Ian. They love you, Ian. They fucking love uh, you, bro. All right, come on. Later, right, bro. Back. Have later, fun. later, peace. User later, peace, left peace, your peace. channel. All right, then uh, LAG. They get into the to the defensive side, which I don't know how the hell they were able to, cl to clutch up their kill count because they were getting mopped, but somehow they were able to squeak out the defense, which after this event will no longer be a thing, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys didn't know. Uh, but after the event, it's gonna go right back to ticks. A new update. Right now, the pros are playing on the old update, so it's still overtime goes to the team with the most kills. Uh, but overtime will go to the team with the most ticks on the point. So it's gonna be a little bit more objective based going into the the next event, or the next set of league matches. Um, so LAG with the most kills, we're able to squeak it out, and they win the defense. They get the kills. They push up. Typical defense. You know what? What it, it's Gavitu control. Fuck a Gavudu. Um, but let's get into the next one. We had a we had a Berlin uh, hard point in this fourth map. Uh, talk to me, Pat. Anything that caught your eye in this hard point? Anything you want to talk about? I feel uh, like London mopped them. Yeah, bad. I, I think London was kind of like, bro. I think in their comms during during this bathroom break, they were probably like, bro, we just threw these last two maps. We yeah. should have won three zero. I think they they were they were obviously pissed off and they came with a with a passion this map and just had their way. They they definitely had had their way this map. I feel like there's nothing to even talk about this map. They were breaking every hill. They were holding every hill. I don't know what was going on with LAG in this map. Not a good look for what? London. Yeah. Or not London, sorry, LAG Chris, losing both HPs in a series when it's like their best game mode. I mean, to be fair, Chris, this easily could have been a three zero series, right? Like we yeah, saw yeah. how close those two and three modes were. But but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think LAG. Um, it is concerning, right? Because this is something LAG was dominating hardpoint online. They go to land where this team should improve on land, right? Like yeah. we all think that. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, they did. They lose two two hardpoints in a series. That's what are they doing here, Pat? Chris, what are they? They're, they're giving sloppy. up fire. I mean, they sloppy. they're not even looking at fire. They have two guys looking at street in the back. They got two guys looking at the same thing. They got a guy picking up front and a guy hitting one second left at all. I got a yeah, guy hitting one. Hey guys, yeah. this guy runs right through fire like it's nothing. He just <laughs> that, shoots him on the side. Like a, that's not even like a calm thing, right? Like there's one guy at old and there's two people watching street. Uh, there's just I don't I don't understand what their logic is. And then yeah, London just breaks in like they just don't give a fuck. 
go mm. in two there's piece, just holes like, in their gameplay i, I tweeted after holes, the first man. map in the in the tuscan like the ravens was breaking a lot which of is hills weird, from just having holes and that's something that you wouldn't expect from this team that's right? what i was gonna Pat, say which like, is weird for how how lag traditionally kind of plays they play like you know a more setup oriented style and they're on land where you think they would want to be playing that way more anyway so to kind of them to be sloppy like that and leave holes in their setups and just kind of look like they don't know where they're supposed to look at and don't get me wrong, LAG has been really good at Berlin, right? They were one of the first teams we saw on their P5 best map, isn't it? Their best yeah, map, yeah, yeah. We were, and they were one of the teams that set up like that god trap on P5. Mm -hmm. So, overall, yeah, I mean, I just think this was a sloppy, kind of careless map for LAG. Uh, I don't know why, though, because this could have been a closeout map for them after they took two maps that they arguably shouldn't have won. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it's just super sloppy all around. Yeah. I mean, we're going to expect that from Slasher and Gunless, by the way, because their oh. comms are really, really, really good. Like Gunless is one of those people that I kind of would say you want to model your comms like him, because if you hear him calm in game most of the time, he's very, very precise and he gives good information. Very so I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. But no, he is. Big P's always been good with his comms. It's, he, he, it's the information, like you said, Chris, like the, the spawns and the, he's very knowledgeable on the map. He, he, he says a lot. And it's hard to do that, man, when you're micromanaging a lot of things. Like that's a, definitely a talent yeah, to have. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, like when you look at the scoreboard, like obviously London is slaying well, but they're not like world starring, right? They're not like just shitting on them stat wise. They were just winning every rotation, breaking every hill that they, that they didn't have rotation on. It, it, honestly, it was clinical. It was just a clinical performance yep. overall out of, out of London. Great, great map uh, four out of them. We don't even need to talk about it anymore. We could go over to the Desert Siege S&D, which is a map number five. I like seeing Desert Siege a little bit more. I hate the fucking map. I think the map is garbage. I hate it. I think it's one of the worst maps ever. Uh, I wonder if there was uh, talks about not doing that thing, because I didn't really see much of it today. Um, uh, like the aim swiping shit you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams played it. I didn't really see much of it um and we and like we said we we didn't see it like we stopped seeing it in the online play we don't know if that was just coincidence or what but mm -hmm. teams stopped picking it for whatever reason a lot of teams were banning it yeah um and yeah to see it multiple times today and i don't, i can't remember at least an example where i saw the swiping stuff so um you know yeah. i wonder if teams kind of were just like hey let's just stop doing that whatever maybe uh, i don't know i don't know i'm not in those talks anymore like, i haven't heard anything from any of the pros that yeah. i've talked to um but we can have a question I saw this map and I forgot it was in the in the the rotation because I haven't seen it. Yeah, in like you don't see it. It's, it's always vetoed. It's, oh, it's is that seen. what it is? It's always vetoed. I've, I feel like yeah. we've seen it in a couple of series game fives, but we never get there. Yeah. Um. But but it's it's been a minute since we've seen Desert Siege and we got it a couple times today. So, um. They they did good here. There was one round where where this round right here was a one two LAG. I feel like this round definitely hurt LAG a little bit. Um, Asim was left in a 1v2 clutch, and I really like the play from Asim. He gets the bomb down and does a full wrap. Really good play. And then things get a little weird here. Um, a lot of people are like, Asim's blind, Asim's blind. I think it was just the caster uh, glitch yeah, right here. Yeah, spectator lag. Um, so they could, you know, if you're watching from home, you could see the red outline there. Um, uh, but I think right here, and nobody, Asim even said it. I, I was just talking to Asim right after, right after the loss, and he even said that, even his teammates said that he wasn't on it. Like, even his teammates are saying that nobody's on the bomb. But if Asim gets the kill here, he, he probably dips out steps, you know what I'm saying? Gets oh, the easy. kill, dips out stairs, yeah. and, and wins the round. I mean, it would have been a really big round. They would have won up 3-1. But instead, it's London who come out on top. Uh, and then I think uh, after that, uh, I think London just really put that gas pedal down and we're able to close it out. We see a lot of mid hits, Desert Siege, man. 
Uh, one thing I do like about it is you see teams going A site, you see teams going B site, you see teams sniping, slow playing, you see teams rushing, you see them hitting uh, uh, bottom middle and, and doing crazy shit. I just feel like it, there's definitely a lot of different ways to play the map. And, and you know I, what I'm saying? I think the, the best thing, Tom, is that that word you love, bro, those decisive plays. I feel decisive. like those are game-winning plays on this like map when, when a team makes a decisive play. Love that. Um, whether it be aggressive or playing slow. Um, and you can kind of tell those decisive plays and, and, and yeah, they seem to always work out a majority mm -hmm. of the time. Yeah. Now, good, good job out of, out of London. Uh, we saw a lot of snipers out today on desert siege, a lot, yeah. a lot of snipers. And, uh, I definitely like that. Definitely like to see people sniping. I think it's very exciting to watch. Um, I still think if people aren't getting kills with the snipers, they should put them away. Uh, I think Big P got a couple snipes, right? Big P was hitting snipes. He was, he was I feel like everybody was hitting snipes today. Everybody. We saw a few hit markers. We saw a couple whiffs, but I feel like Desert Siege is like, what, probably the only map right now that people are actually sniping on, right? I feel yeah. like every other uh, map, people Berlin, aren't really doing Berlin it. Too, oh, Tuscan, yeah. we saw Insight going rogue with it on, Tus or on Tuscan. Yeah, that's, that's, that's rogue, though. But I think Berlin is, is more normal, but yeah, Tuscan's like the rogue. Like, when we're seeing TJ popping off A with a sniper, it's just like... Come on, TJ. We know you can snipe, but you can. You need to use a normal question. Gun. It's been a while since I've played, and I admittedly don't know the GAs. Are snipers are allowed, but no smokes allowed? No smokes. I... No smokes, yeah. and and they also they yeah. also took away certain attachments on the snipers, right. so it doesn't yeah. aim in fast, and it's it's kind of like a fugue sniper in a way. Yeah, smokes are gone. I, I assume until there's Smoke? an update regarding gone, them. Snipers. Hmm. I don't, I don't know about that one, Chief. But... I, don't, I don't mind it, Chris. I'm going to be honest really? with you. I don't mind it at all. Well, Chris, I... I think it came down to the maps, right? Like, you're not really seeing yeah. maps or snipers on much more, you know, more maps other than Siege and, and sometimes Berlin. Um, but, yeah, gotcha. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you weird. normally. But, yeah, I mean, I, the smokes just had to go. They were Listen, broken. I'm so. not saying that it might not be the most competitive thing. But I think it's one of those things where it's not that big of a difference to make or break entertainment. In my Unless personal your opinion. insight, right? I mean, look inside. Inside hit a fucking quick scope cross map. Like, that was fucking yeah. sick. Everybody went crazy. And we're going to see it once we get to that series. But, I mean, like, just little stuff like that. Like, and, and to counter it, I mean, you either just don't don't peek the sniper or just use your tacks. You know what I'm saying? You know or snipe back. Me? Snipe back. You know what worries me about this LAG team outside of their, their control and consistency? I, I, I feel like I have no confidence in them in a game five. I feel like I have full confidence they can push a series to a game five. But I have no confidence that they'll win the game fives. And and that's why in a lot of my predictions, like I have them losing two, three. Like I think they're a good ass team. They're obviously insane at hard point. Um, their control is it looks bad to me. But but yeah, I mean, I just don't understand why this team, you know, slasher, gunless, like even ASM, like these guys should have ice game five. And yeah. and I feel like I just I'm not seeing that yet. And that's yeah. that's a concern for me for negative this ice, Pat. They got negative ice right now. I don't know if it's negative ice. I mean, LAG, right. I mean, it also is just kind of just, you know, day to day. But um, Facts, facts, yeah. I, I, I definitely think we can see way more from LAG. And I think they know that themselves. I, I think yeah, we, after we the match. We might have to bring Slasher on one of these days and get his opinion on. I would love to. Uh, we'd love to, at, we'd love to have Austin. Five. Well, maybe sometime next week. We'll, we'll see how the major goes. But I, de I definitely would love to have Austin, some of the, some of the guys, come on. Um, but good, a good series overall. I think it was a really good series. Went all the way down to the wire. So shout out to London. Shout out to LAG. They both played great. It was just uh, in the end, London was a better team. Uh, we get into the next one. This series was not so great. We got Atlanta phase going up against Boston Bridge. Uh, I think we all called. I called it 3-0. Pat, I don't know if you called. What do you Listen, call? Uh, I think I called it 3-1. Um, um, but this I, was a bloodbath. I, I, yeah, I kind of was not assuming really. like depending on the um, the control map, uh, maybe. Uh, Maybe Boston would take it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody 
I mean, and I say this, and this sounds disrespectful. I don't think anyone anticipated Simp to play the way he played today, based on how he's played so far in in stage one, right? Like he came count. out today, and yeah, it was this series. You could literally instead of writing three zero on it, you could just write Simp on every map. He no, seriously, I think he, seriously, he went like plus forty one in, in overall in three maps. He had ninety six kills, which like set a record. Um, you know, he was looking like me back in Ghost, but. Um, overall, I mean, he just had his way with this Boston lineup. It was everywhere he went on the map, every uh, fight he took, he literally oh. just won. Um, what were his stats yeah. today, Pat? Did he have above a two? Uh, 1.8, I believe. 1.7 As a sub, so which is like up. insane. Like when yeah, you... he had like 70 untraded kills or something. Yeah. He had, he, he, had, he had 69 untraded kills, which <laughs> was more than like any Boston player in the whole series. That's crazy. That is fucking is insane. Absurd. That is nuts, dude. It, it, it's cool to see Sim getting back to that form that everybody knows he could hit. Um, I did and that's scary for the rest of the Super league, scary. By the way. Super yeah. scary. I just wanted to talk about the vetoes because look at this. Bowcage, Tuscan, Tuscan. <laughs> Tuscan, Bocage. So two maps the whole series. We got two maps the whole series. Um, I definitely think they gotta add more maps into into this. One hundred percent. Have to add more maps. But what I, was um what was the veto uh for? Let's see, hardpoint. Okay, phase ban Berlin. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is. I think this series for for Boston was just near impossible, just strictly due to uh, Gavutu is Boston's worst map. But I would also argue it's FaZe's worst map. Mm -hmm. And FaZe is going to ban Boston's best hardpoint in Berlin. So yeah. I feel like automatically they were just at a super deficit. Like they were going to get FaZe's best two hardpoints. Um, and, and obviously any, any team who plays FaZe on Bocage is just asking for trouble. And But yeah. they didn't really have a choice in this series, which kind of sucks. Why I think this, this matchup for them is so, so tough. I don't yeah. mean to offend Boston by any way, but like I don't think it matters like what maps you could have thrown at it. This is like, a, this is just a not even that like boston is bad i just think phase is just better mm -hmm. and like it did literally looked in the that it, it didn't matter what the maps were and it, it felt like in the series it just it did it just didn't look like uh boston could do anything yeah always on the back pedal even when they had like someone throwing out a couple three pieces or like playing well like nero had a couple good moments it just didn't feel like they could put it together and it, it they were just getting they were just getting rolled man Yep. Listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. If 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 today me us three right here spawned in with Simp, I think we take this series the same way. <laughs> no bullshit. And that's not disrespectful nah, you're to dragging Boston. It. You're dragging nah, it, that's bro. not disrespectful to Boston. Like, but but dude, he was on one today. Like he was, he was on one today. Disgusting. He was on one. And, and I, but I, he was. Uh, listen, he he definitely exceeded the bar, and you know he's getting all the shine. But I, the rest of the phase guys play good too. I mean, they they, well, they, they always do. They always right? do they're, their they're, thing. Yeah, I just think the fact that we saw him elevate to that level. But, you know, obviously we know he's capable of that from recent years, but he hasn't been so far, right? MC yeah. has really been the spotlight player for them so far. And then Simp just comes out today and just looks like that. Like that was, I think that was a statement for, for Simp in general, right? Cause he knows he's been kind of underperforming so far. And even though they're five and oh, which is like a good thing to say. Um, I think this was just a statement for him in general to say like, look, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, definitely basically. a lot of noise around his name, and I'm sure he's reading it like, "What the fuck?" I mean, it's it wasn't even like he was playing bad. It just was he wasn't playing like simp. 
you know yeah, right. it, it, he was just, playing like it, an average player right yeah, people like people have yeah, people people just have expectations for him because of how good he actually is right yeah, so it's sure. any superstar but then again look at any sport any esport anything your superstars are always going to have time periods where they're just not performing they're going to have slumps or things are going on and if you're simp the best time to have that is in early you know in the very beginning um, but let's go into the to the Astro. Uh, never mind. This is not an Astro game. Listening, they got rid of that, right? Let's go into the listening uh, with Atlanta Phase and, and see how they're common. <laughs> Well, Faze making some big plays now. Listen, over the it, listen I feel like because I saw somebody right in the chat. I was like, I hate Faze's comms. It just, it just sounds like a big clusterfuck. Um, yeah. But that, I feel like that's just how they all are. You know, it works for them. That's what they're know? used to. Yeah, yeah it just their, works that's for their them. Comfort. Um, but it is interesting to hear like Toronto. They're so monotone. They're so like you know chill, and then Faze are so like hyper. A lot, so much energy. You know, um, it's just so it's crazy how how different every team is. But the boat cage. I think Boston was bringing it back a little bit. I think it was uh, around that second rotation where where Faze really started to kick up. And you know, typical boat cage. Lots of trades. Very mixy. Um, very back and forth. Uh, anything that you guys want to talk about before we, we move on to the next one? I don't think there was much in this map that I had noted down that caught my eye, but if there's Not, anything. Yeah, I, actually, I do want to say, I think Boston overall played this map pretty solid. Like, there was a lot of times where they were getting time when you, they weren't necessarily getting kills. Uh, and mm -hmm. I think they do a good job at that overall on a lot of their hard points. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the fact that they kept it close and obviously Simp is 40 and 27 and sells 31 and 19, and this is only a 20-point game, like that's hard to do, right? They're they're getting outslayed mm -hmm. a lot, and yeah. it's definitely bow cage. It's it's mixy, but um, but yeah, they kept it close for for majority of the game, which is which mm -hmm. is a good sign for Boston because I I do think they they do have um kind of how we mentioned a, a higher ceiling mm -hmm. than just expected to get three zero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a it's a solid first map. It's just there's nothing you can do when Simp and Cell are doing what they're doing. It's just a matchup diff. I think they're a good team. I think they're they don't play bad. They're just. Yeah getting outclassed individually and it's 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 just an unfortunate match for, for and, Boston something, to have. and something that you got to mm -hmm. keep in mind like it throws off a team's game plan when when a team is slaying like this right like mm -hmm. you go into a map you have this game plan and you might be you know ex executing that game plan perfectly but when a team is just slaying so hard against you it, it throws those kind of holes in your plan and your setup um which which just kind of is what makes phase so difficult to play yeah. to begin with
Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I and I think Pat, you were saying, you know, twenty thirty point lead, a thirty point lead on both cages is like is a big lead. But when you know you're getting outslayed by like forty, no, it's, I agree. It's not uh, yeah. so big. No, no, I I definitely agree. But right here, with a minute left to go, you have a thirty point lead and you have control. I mean, phase, yeah, this, it's this, obviously this, phase. Right. You know, I I feel like on boat cage, anytime somebody has a lead on boat cage, you double it. That's the rule for now on. If there's a thirty point lead, no, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a sixty point lead, or vice versa. Sixty point lead is a hundred twenty point lead. You know, so it's you know you got to double that shit because on boat cage it's it's very easy to to make things mixy and to to get into these. Uh, so if you get a hundred point clubbed, do we say we got fifty point clubbed? Yeah, hundred percent. If you get a hundred okay. point clubbed on fucking boat cage, bro, you were getting shit on. Like you were you <laughs> seriously like you were actually getting fucking bopped on. Um, so definitely, let's go on to the next match or the next map. Um, good plays out of Atlanta phase. We go into the Tuscan S and D. Which uh, Boston? By the way, by the way, let's let's back up real quick to those yeah, sure. stats. Um, sure. Because I actually want to, and Chris and you guys, uh, you both can kind of let me know. Do we have we ever seen someone after like a stage have a near three point KD in search? No. What's MC at like, right now? Two point six eight. Two point seven, I think. Yeah. Two point like, six that's, eight. That's that's absurd. That's that's actually absurd. Like you've had like people that are close to a two point like one point nine something, but like after five games in a league yeah. where you're five and zero and you're playing, you know, some of the best teams. To have that high of a, a KD and S and D, that's that's nuts. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Chris, I heard you giggling a little bit when he said two point six eight. I mean, is what is that unheard of to you or something? Like, I mean, it's just like the guys basically going over double positive like every map in S and D. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. That's literally like a twelve and five <laughs> stat line on average. Like that's basically uh -huh. what he's rocking. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's it's nuts. Bad. And I don't know. I, I just feel like MC's he's so good at just like picking his spots and his awareness and everything. He just knows what to do. He's he's been doing this for a long time. I know he's young, but he's been doing this since he was fresh out the womb. He this guy got banned from IWH because he was 16 and everybody thought he was cheating and keyboarding, so they fucking got him out of date. Um, but good plays out of MC. 2.68 is fucking nuts. TJ Haley with the snipe. Pat, Chris, what do you guys think? I I I thought I heard you guys say you didn't like it that much. I. I guess it's weird because I look at this roster and I don't really know who else would do it. Mm -hmm. But I, I just have always thought of Tej as a playmaker. And I think that's what always made him so good at search was his kind of oh, this is what I want style style of S and D and the way how annoying he can be in search. Um, so to, to, I, obviously I, know, I get their game plan; they want to have a sniper, but yeah, I think it does kind of a disservice to him as a player because of what he's capable of. But yeah, um, can I get your guys' opinion on something? What yeah. the fuck is Faze doing this round? Look at the minimap right now. Look where Beezy is and bro, look where his team is. Speed of like he's so fast. But I mean, bro, once you run through the middle of the map and a Beezy's calling out, yo, there's nothing mid, I'm in their church, and then he gets a kill here and dies and sees three <laughs> guys. Like literally. Like he turns here, right? He dies, he sees okay, he only sees one, right? He gets a kill. But how does he and then you have a guy shimming A and sees nothing there? From like the beginning? Like what what was their thought even, process? He just here? Ran straight I, I don't even know if this is a question spread. of what is Faze doing is like, what is uh, Boston doing? Okay, they stack this, but then they're just like... No, 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 no. Right, right that here... That was an early-ass rap, by yeah, the way. I don't yeah. even know if they would have crossed A in time for how fast they rap. But I just feel like right here, you have number two shimmying with the bomb, right? It's Arceus. He, he sees nothing A. Abizi's already pushed up church. And he like, saw nothing there side A. Like, bomb should be down right now. Like, bomb yeah. should be going down. Like, the bomb calls should be made. down and then playing for the late plant clutch from player one. He's still on the map. Think, they still on the map. I don't think they expected... I don't think they expected a BZ to get there as fast. He kind of just made the decision preemptively Bro, solo. He just ran. But at the same time, Boston, if they're going to stack this site, they have nobody mid. And well, can't you just, like, hit mid and just insta-plant the bomb? Say. Well, no, no. I was going to say, why, why right. does Boston rap? Like, why not commit? 
Why, if you're gonna hit out a right, if you're gonna say like, fuck it, we're gonna blind counter. A, yeah, hit it out. Like, yeah, and you see a, no one there. Yeah, get yeah, pressure they saw on it. nothing. They could have flanked. That was a weird. That was a weird rap from them. That was weird. Mm -hmm. They like pre-popped it. They pre, it, they pre-fired like, the rap. It's not like Phase is known to have some fast B strat, right? Where they just rush plant mm -hmm. B. So that was a weird ass rap. And it's not like they rapped church. They rapped their spawn. So yeah. they didn't get any info mid. Was. They only like I feel like you can throw a stun over the bushes over here off the rip of the round and at least get information that they're potentially hitting mid. So they just let a BZ get into church for free. And then they, they just put their yeah, I think they just put their eggs in one basket and yeah. they and then just dumped didn't. the basket. <laughs> and then <laughs> they dumped the yeah, basket. They, they, they got rid of that, that shit. shit and yeah. started stomping on the eggs. Like there's definitely some yeah. questionable, questionable questionable plays from both sides. Honestly, I didn't mm -hmm. know what the hell was going on. That was one of the weirdest rounds I've ever seen. Um, and then also, uh, I another thing about this map is Phase couldn't win an offense on the easiest offensive map ever. They couldn't win. They lost like four straight offenses. Three or four straight. They couldn't win. And I don't know how or why that was happening. I just don't know. Do you think teams are just getting better now at the at the defense on Tuscan? They're just figuring out ways to constantly retake and, and constantly put that pressure? What do you I think? think it just comes down. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think that's part of it. But they also weren't getting bombed down much. Um, and I think for a team like FaZe, when you get bombed down, I feel like they're so like even harder to beat, right? You're, I feel like they're letting teams beat them if they kind of play a one life style and they they're just they the other teams playing annoying against them. I feel like if FaZe had the bomb planted and had that setup, they're not lo like th that team is not going to lose a, a, a you know a, a good setup that they came up with. The reason... There's just holes. There's just holes in their gameplay right there. Um, I don't know if you noticed it, but Cell is basically the only one holding mid, and he's in a spot where he can only see the top side of the church, yeah. and they just run out the bottom. No fucks given, and they yeah. get underneath Cell, and they get free kills. They kill the guy on the bomb, and another guy gets underneath and kills another player. Mm -hmm. they, you shouldn't just have one person watching mid yeah. ever in on this map like it's it's so it's so difficult for that person to watch mid because he not only has to watch his sandbag angle from the top of the church he has to watch the ladder angle and then they can also come out the bottom door so if a team is actually just aware that there's only one person watching it and they're there they can just bait and switch them get them out and mm -hmm. just easily take mid control which is basically what happened they just got it for free yep and, and then this round then this round chris i think uh this is another mistake this was a mistake from boston the reason why i'm going to the three four round uh chris is because this to me was was the swing round Sim clutches yeah. the 1v2, and Boston also just, I don't know what they're doing here. So that he gets on the bomb site, he goes bottom church with the bomb, they die, he gets a trade, 3v3, cool, whatever, he has the bomb bottom church, right? At this point, you have a guy streaming back A, you have both your teammates back A, why does he, why does he push with the bomb and challenge church again? Like, they did the hard part, they got the trade, they back up. He, he solo chows church. He doesn't yeah, even shoot. Was, yeah, that was just faded. Bomb goes down in church now. Now, now Tony. Look, look at where his teammates are. Like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like now Tony and, and, and fucking Nero, they got to figure out. Okay, now they got to play the bomb. I'm sure FaZe knows the bomb is there. It just makes it it makes it a lot harder on Boston. Especially with two ARs, right? Like, yeah, so then. Yeah. And, and then Nero makes the play. Nero somehow makes the play and pops too. But Simp able to clutch the 1v2 and tied us up at yeah. 4. I mean, 4-4 four, four is looking a lot different than 5-3 in favor of Boston. So this could have yeah. went Boston's way, this map. Um, I'm not trying to... Sorry, my bad. I, I'm no, not trying ahead, to blame on uh, like Cap or anything, but like if anything, like obviously that's a bad play that he's doing. Yeah. But at the same time, you would think somebody should be saying, come plant the bomb. Right, somebody. 
Uh, Somebody it, should be saying to plant the bomb. There's no reason for him to be there. And if maybe he just didn't listen, I'm not going to, obviously I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm not defending the guy, but in my opinion, if he's, if somebody's telling him to plant the bomb, he, would, he wouldn't have done was that. Like that Zinni, well, bro. I think Zinni, I think you could see the bomb. So if you wide plant, but Simp read it, he knew exactly what they were setting up. Uh, he, he was able. To, he was able to p kill Nero, and the reason why I think Simp picked up on that is because of where Nero was playing after he planted that bomb. He backed yeah. up towards the arch side. He backed up towards arch, which means that he probably planted for that direction. And then once that happens, look at the heads up play of Simp. He rotates into church, and he holds. He holds here. He doesn't move. He holds. He he reads this like a book. And Tony just comes walking in. <laughs> Tony comes walking in. He has no idea what's going on. It was also very weird that Simp got the kill back left, and Tony like did like it's almost like he did, didn't yeah, even didn't acknowledge even... that Simp was back uh, there. Maybe Nero, maybe Nero called out that he wrapped back B or something like some. You know, you know when you die and you kind of panic, you kind of give a bullshit call yeah, out that yeah, you don't yeah. really have a hundred percent info on. Uh huh. Um, maybe that was the case because yeah, Zinni played that really weird. Yeah, this was this was an interesting play at a phase. They they break mid and left like towards A. But they end up bringing the bomb back. They rotate it back through well, which we haven't seen this that much. Like, I haven't seen something like this yet. They throw tax. They trade it. They get some trades. Uh, TJ gets a grenade kill. Sim gets a grenade kill. Th uh, 3v3. But they rotate a bomb through through well. And they push out B side here, which I, I kind of like to play. Uh, you don't see it often. They, they were able to find a pick. They get the bomb down, use their numbers, and, and, and they win the offensive round here. So just a good play. It's just weird that they're losing every offensive round. The one round they win, they just do this weird play going over to the B site that I've never seen. Really good plays out of RCDs there. Good shots there. Makes it a 3v1. Yeah, you know what would have worked really well this round? What? That, that Boston four-hit A, rap B <laughs> Yeah, the one they used the first round. Yeah. Or at I that think point. it's necessarily a bad play, though, Tom. Because um, at the, if once they get that kill, the mm -hmm. person that's either watching the B push, he's either flanking, and at that point, they're doubling him, so they're going to mm -hmm. trade him. Yeah. Or two, um, he's giving it up to go help his teammates a because they just got that they just got that exchange and they mm -hmm. don't have they, they had at, at that point they had no map control if you saw where their positions were uh -huh. they had no map control mid so in their heads they're probably like okay they they're gonna have a they're gonna go for a bomb plant so that's why there's nobody there and it yeah. just works out for them yeah, yeah. So i don't think it's a bad play at all no no it's a, it's a, it was a good play i mean i i wasn't saying it was a bad play it was just an unusual play i haven't seen yeah, yeah. A, i haven't seen an offensive team kind of work mid and a control but then after they get mid control they rotate through well and bring it to b it was just a, mm -hmm. it was just a route you don't usually see and I, I thought it was a pretty good play tony was struggling a little bit uh, had a breadstick this map, uh, so definitely uh, he's probably kicking himself for for that one. But what are you gonna do? Sometimes you have bad maps. It was it was Arcity's leading the way, nine and seven. Great play out of Alec here, by the way. He gets pushed up middle by himself, which hey, the aggression coming out of Arcity's. You don't see that a lot, but Arcity's coming out with the aggression. He gets pushed up. Right in, into this corner here, and he just gets him off the bomb. So just good heads up play out of. And, and out this of is Alec. why you don't have one person play mid ever. It's mm. just point. It's just it's so easy. Most of the time, if he's playing mid, he's playing the head glitch in the mid alley, which it's easy to get the guy off that spot or like stun nade him. Yeah. Or he's playing top fire, and if you can ward him off top fire for a second, you basically just give up all the mid control. Mm -hmm. You have to it, it, on offense. You need to establish establish at least uh, like a two person setup mid. Or if you're gonna play one person mid, you yeah. have to understand that you it's not completely. Uh, you know clear yeah it's just it's not feasible to mm -hmm. do yeah and i like how i like how phase retook that a site as well after they got some trades got mm -hmm. some numbers they weren't scared to make a play um which i think was a was a really good heads up play out of them obviously boston they try to rap but simp is all over it they get the kills they win the snd they go up too well 
and then we go into the to the control which ended up being a tuscan control and uh again phase taking care of business doing what they do <laughs> but you say it like that because that's how i say it in gta and they love it it's, it's like my it's like my bro it's funny too because sometimes i get comments and people are like why the fuck is he talking like that and i'm like it's just a habit now from from fucking gta rp bro it's fucking completely changed me um but this is really cool why is ian why is crim six calling me what is like he not on the phone yeah on the phone porter's calling me right pick up, now pick up pick up <laughs> porter i'm i'm doing the flank bro yeah, I'm live right now. We got 10,000 people in here live, and you're calling me. <laughs> you want me to mute? Oh, here we go. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Pat, Chris, take it over. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so, Stream, this is impossible to take over because Tom failed to mention that we cannot control the uh, the stream. But listen, look, we're going to take something else over while Tom's on the phone. Stream, as you know, I... Uh, Fuck Krim, by the way. Forget that guy. Uh, as you know, I announced I joined Ubisoft, um, working on a new game. Listen, I really want you guys to be involved, man. There's 9,000 of you in here. Um, and, and yeah, there's some closed testing coming up. And I want you guys to register and get involved. I obviously have an awesome role on, on, on the, the, the dev team. And and yeah, your feedback, I'm super interested in. And it's super important to making that game the best it can be. So um I, I if you didn't hear in the earlier uh some of you may be watching on youtube um yeah. i did make a tweet twitter oh what's up tommy back? No, this guy this guy is fucking nuts bro he's fucking okay nuts. well let me, let me just finish real quick tom before go we ahead, back, go ahead, go um, ahead. yeah just so you guys know the link is uh www.playxdefiant.com you can register um and, and put in your you know what platform you're on everything like that and uh yeah you'll be you'll be informed and up to date when when that becomes available so yeah i just want to give that shout out while tom was handling business with uh fat six and, and yeah so what were you saying tom nothing porter he's he's a dumbass bro it's nothing i said porter he, he was he called me like it was important and then when he told me what it was they said porter what bro i'll talk to you later and he said okay he started laughing he's okay my nothing bad important at all no no nothing important at all That's, i promise you that he probably he probably bought a new a new gun and like wanted to show you yeah you know how new, he is new set of night vision goggles maybe yeah he goes you're streaming right now i said porter i'm always streaming <laughs> always i'm live every day for hours 10 like, hours a day it's what i do you know i'm a grind it um, but listen, I, th I think we should get into this uh, to this listening with the Boston Breach, see how they sound. They were able to come out, win the first defense on the, on a control here in Tuscan. Let's see how the guys were common, even though they did lose here. Let's see if uh, we could pick up anything in the comms. No, RCD's fucking top church, man. It's in my mid or no? No, 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 no one has shit. I'm trying to come out. Nice, I'm getting our side you. I'm in their side. Low church, low church. I'm getting their side you. I'm getting their side you. Top green. I'm watching mid, I'm watching their R side. I just want deep, we could be our mid pitch. Look at that, man. We have a, we have a. I had a good set. I'm going top green. I'm going top green. Let's go top. Wait, I'm with you. Yeah. I'll see you, Pat. Yo, Pat, Pat, Pat. I'm weak. We're in top green. Nothing green. I'm pretty much top flat. The good old church rush. Yeah. Yo, Pat, I'm going top. I'm going top. I'm going top. I'm going top. I'm top. green. top. 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 top.
the time. I got both. Nice, 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 Bro, BZ is so good at getting the open kill, man. It's actually absurd. Like that, that kill he got, that he killed Cap when he he kind of flanked Church fast. Yeah. That was so important, and he's so good at winning those like important opening duels, and and those are like saving moments, right? Like that could have led to full top control for them. He obviously wouldn't have had control of that. They could have pushed out, maybe won a couple more fights, stack point, like. But that 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 one kill just interrupted Boston. It just, it just makes push. the game easier. Well, I mean, yeah. listen, Boston did, did what they got to do to get into the point with Simp, who shut it down again. I mean, he comes well, in and yeah, just pops a three that, piece. Yeah, but I'm talking about that first kill by Abizi because it yeah. made somebody turn around, and then it opens up that gap for Simp to then do what he Simp did, obviously yeah. does. So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Abizi. That's why when when people kind of talk about the Simp Abizi debate, they obviously play a lot different style. But those kind of plays are so impactful. Like, they're, they're monumentally impactful. Um, and obviously, you know, when you can rely on Simp to come in and kind of clean house after the fact, yeah, um, that's a good thing to have. But, but yeah, I mean, Abizi kind of makes those plays so much easier on, on, on all of his teammates. Yep, Talking so, about the listening, Tom, yeah, the ahead, only Chris. thing I will notice is that Cap just sounds a little bit, like, frantic. Maybe it's just, like, the... A little the, bit? You know, <laughs> I didn't want to say yeah, it. Maybe yeah, maybe a lot of bit. He, he sounds pretty uh, frantic. He's a young player. He is a young player. He is a young player. But also just talking about that one uh, that one play that you actually got to see in the listening, I don't mm -hmm. think it's very smart of them to ever give up that top control to Never. stack unless they are completely 100% sure that there's no way anyone else is up there. Agreed. Top, it's, it's, top green yeah. you're talking about, right? Top green, top yeah, windows, top, top radio, yeah, whatever. There's yeah, fucking eight a, different fucking yeah, call-outs for that. <laughs> that's a spot where if somebody's up there, like you essentially will just shatter your entire push single-handedly and yeah. it, basically what happened for them when they stacked. Yep. It, was just, it, was just too, it was just too much of a gamble for them to, to let go of. Agreed, agreed. And then we get into the, to the offensive round and this is where FaZe was able to squeak one. I really like off the rip. The reason I pause it here is because they do an eight hit off the rip. They get a couple takes, but they get those roof spawns and they instantly hit towards B-side, and they do it quick, decisive, pat. They hit that B-side. They, they, I, I love it because it, it's, it's a big word if you're a professional Call of Duty player. You have to be decisive or you're going to get caught. You're going you're gonna to lose. The best of the best players are all decisive. They, they make plays instantly. They never think, or they think, but they don't hesitate. Um, and then they were able to get B off the rip. I mean, they get onto the point. They get the kills. Boston is kind of forced now to, to play A, and there's already two ticks on A. I think something that really caught my eye in this round here was the the long route that that Abizi was able to take off uh, the end of this round. Um, you can see right here, uh, you know, you got a minute and 50 to work with. You have a life advantage. I like that Abizi takes his time and hits the route. The reason why I'm highlighting is because sometimes you see players and teams not even do, take routes like this, don't even do this, um, but a good heads up play out of Abizi. He does it early. Sometimes you'll see teams um, that they'll be put in a blender and then once it gets to like 20 seconds, like, okay, dude, please, somebody like hit a long route, like somebody do something. Abizi does it right away. Um, he gets in, be in, in behind him. He, he gets a kill, dies, but that kind of opens up the site for him and they drain lives down, right? So just good plays. It allows their sim to get pushed up, get kills. Uh, good job out of Abizi to, to, to take that route and good job out of FaZe to, to take the offense. Um, I think yeah, once they won this, once they won the offense, it, it was over. Um, they they go on to to win the defense. Uh, Boston has uh, towards the end of this round, it got a little mixy. 
I think there was were, were you watching this with us, Pat? I think a lot of people in the team speak when we were watching were confused by this play by Boston. You, but I was definitely watching. What did you think about this play with by Boston? Four four lives for FaZe, six lives for Boston with 15 seconds left. They have two and a half ticks. And look how they play this. TJ runs down middle alley by himself. Yeah, this was a He dies. Play. Then the rest of them push through through green. They don't even go plat. They just run right through green and I, jump out the windows. And FaZe I, just honestly, puts them in a blender. I, I think this came down to Teach. I think he just jumped the gun. I don't know what the comms were like, but I think yeah. he just jumped the gun. And then once you're, you know, one of your teammates makes kind of a play like that, it honestly kind of fucks everyone else over because then people try to compensate, right? They're like, oh, well, fuck. Like, now we got to try and make something happen. The time's dwindling. I think Teach just jumped the gun. You know, I think they still had enough time. Like you said, they had two and a half ticks. Like, they could have stopped that clock at any point in time and still yeah. won it. They just needed to get one kill. Like you should have used. They were obviously close to the point. They need to use that time and get get a kill. And then yeah, it would have been so much easier. But I think he just jumped the gun, got a little got a little frantic, thinking it was going to end if he didn't make that play. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, it just fell yeah. apart from there. The way that but. should go is the two people that are in green either commit to plat or they go out green. They get on the point. That makes the person that's plat have to look towards point. Makes the person that's either side arches or teaches have to come out of church or make a play there. And then like those people just collapse after. But teach definitely jumped the gun. Yep. And then before we get into the optic series against Seattle, we had a banger of a series in this one. The Los Angeles Thieves going up against the Toronto Ultra. Pat had LA Thieves winning this whole event. He has Toronto Ultra winning the 2022 World Championship. Pat, these are like your two top teams right now. Your two favorite teams going at it. Here's the vetoes. Anything that caught your eye? Anything that pissed you off? <laughs> yeah, Tom. Something I know. pissed me off bad. I Why? know. What? Okay. What are the Thieves doing banning Gavutu? I don't know, Pat. I don't know. Why would you? You won the coin toss. You literally won it. Well, Jcap told you why on Twitter. What was yeah, it? It made no sense. I don't <laughs> care if they're 2-0 against them. I don't mm -hmm. care if they're 30-0 against them. Mm -hmm. You got Octane, Kenny, draws the players that are really good with ARs. And this isn't to say Ultra's not, but going against the likes of like Kleenex and Cami and Bants, Finesse, fast-paced submachine gun players. Why would you want to play them on a map like Tuscan? Yes, you you won it at the kickoff and you won it in one of your matches online. I mm -hmm. don't care. Like those series were also determined by who got defense game five or round five in that control. Mm -hmm. Obviously, on this side, Toronto got the defense round five. Yeah. But or sorry, not coin toss. I'm sorry. The C. They were higher seed. Um, why risk it, right? I feel like they just stand such a better chance on a map like Gavutu, a map where Sam and Kenny can post up and kind of like stop Kleenex and, and Cami from just being finessey and getting up, you know, up close and personal. And we've seen how Toronto plays Tuscan. I think they let those two series kind of go to their head because mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that LA Thieves is a better Gavutu team nine times out of 10 and compared to Toronto. Yeah. Um, and when you're the higher seed and you get to pick like, you just you should you should easily just make that decision to play your strongest map regardless of what your previous records are, mm -hmm. especially when those previous records were determined by round five defenses, which we know is so strong. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Cavs thought process was that bad. I mean, they were two and zero on Tuscan against Toronto. Yeah, so, but two and zero on Tuscan against Toronto. But I think they're they're overall better on Gavitu, like they or Gavutu. They were using that that series score. Well, Pat, you know how they like to talk too. I mean, you yeah, know how they are. They, 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 don't play us on Gavito. Don't play us on Gavito. There's literally a meme that they tweet out when they play rank play together. Like, I don't yeah. understand. You're this this LED's team 
to me is made for this Gavitu map or Gavutu, whatever you want to call it. It's it's ideal for them in all in all modes. If there was search on it, I'd rather see them play S and D. Yeah. But so Kent Kent's in the chat and said it was based more on their scrims. I mean, I don't know if that's the online scrims, the land scrims. Look, Ken, you're on land. You Sam with an AR. I got full confidence in you guys to win this map against Ultra. I, I and when we went to the series, I thought it was going to be a three-two. Don't get me wrong, but. I, I knew you guys were going to win both the hard points. You're the clearly the best hard point team in the game right now. And, and to me, like Toronto, Toronto is an amazing search team. Like they, we kind of see they can, they can string together rounds like, like nothing. But I think you guys had the opportunity to be higher seed and really have an edge to play Gavutu. And yeah, you guys picked, you, you kind of rolled the dice for me, right? Like if, if you play Tuscan, it's just so dependent on who gets that round five defense. And, at, and you know, in that case, it's anybody could win. Um, but I think on Gavitsu, you guys will just outslay, almost guarantee the defense for yourself just on, you know, raw slaying power. Just put it this way. If the other team, if Toronto had the pick, they're probably picking Tuscan. Control. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, for you sure. know what I'm saying? And every time. Yeah. They probably, bro, when Marky B saw Cap go, yeah, we'll, we'll ban Gavutsu. He was probably like, he started salivating in his mouth, trying not to <laughs> smile. And I've been in that position before, right? Where you're doing vetoes against a team and they, they allow you to get the map you want on their pick. Mm. Bro, nothing makes you happier when that happens. I'm No bullshit. That is the best feeling in the world when you're doing vetoes and the team is like, yeah, we'll pick, and, and in my case, in World War II, they, yeah, we'll pick St. Marie Hardpoint. Bro, I just start salivating because like they pick <laughs> your best map. And I think that's what happened here on this Toronto thing. And yeah, I wouldn't necessarily use the fact that your matchup for them or your scrims versus them. I, I think it's simply like, hey, your your strengths are, are Gavutu and Toronto's weakness is Gavutu. So just play them on that map. Yeah, that's just my are, two cents though. Scrims are not. You have two map choices, and you know, like you're good at both, and, and you feel confident scrims. on both, and you know what they're they they would pick. You just pick the other one. Let's go into the yeah, listening with with LATs. Let's let's see how they're comment. I know they have probably one of the some of the best comments in the league. So let's tune in and hear they sound. They're both one side. They're all weak. All weak. They're all weak. All weak. All weak. I play new. Probably help this kind of I was confused by that when he said this is the game right here. They break the next hill and they hold it. Like they're they have such an insurmountable lead, they probably don't lose. Yeah, yeah. That's that that's what I'm guessing. It's just like because Toronto had the rotation, like if they get the break, like they'll get some time on it. I just I you know, it's still pretty early in the game. Um, but good comps. Comps. 
hectic. But it works, I guess. Ooh, I mean, if that's was, what their motor comes It wasn't too hectic. It wasn't that hectic. I feel like they were they were just I like think, had a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. I, I can agree with that. But I think it was more hectic than that kind of like listening clip we saw where I when I think it was that uh that Tuscan hardpoint where I was like, damn, like these were near perfect comms. Like they were very calm, very concise. They were tracking perfectly. Um, I think it was a little bit more hectic than that. And that's kind of what we compare it to. We've kind of yeah. set that standard for how good their comp sounded. Um, yeah. But overall, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's a land environment. You're, you know, you're hype. You're playing with a lot of energy. So I thought it was still overall pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Looking at looking at the the note sheet, I remember this play by Envoy that I that I written down or I wrote down. Uh, really like this here. What did Kenny say in the chat? Meaning that if we win P1 and insta break P2, it'll lead us into winning mentally. Yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah. I get it. At first, when you heard it in the listening, I was like, well, they're up 30. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I definitely get the confidence going. This was a really good play by Envoy. Uh, it's a P3 hill. I think at this point, you know, LATs have got like a 40-point like a a lead, right, after they get this 15. This is play the game. Envoy makes the play of the game, closes it out. He, he he finds a gap to the middle. He 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 literally somehow sneaks through the whole team. Doesn't shoot at one of the other guys. He, he sneaks by, holds his trigger, 200 heads IQ, up heads sure, up play. Yeah. He ends up flanking a guy on a hill, gets a kill on hill, stays down. Teammates flood in ring, um, and they look over him, and the game's over, pretty much. Uh, they they obviously don't win it here, but they, after this, I mean, they, who, they they get such a big lead. It was just such a great play. Who did he kill, uh, Kleenex he on the point. He killed Kleenex oh, on the point. Kleenex was probably mind-blown. Oh, he was so pissed. He was, <laughs> he was so probably pissed. like, yo, what the fuck? Did he spawn there? He was yeah. probably so confused. They end, up, they end up going rogue after that. They rotate to the next, uh, and, they, and they win the game there. So just, just heads up play out of Envoy. Uh, definitely wanted to highlight that a little bit just because uh, I thought that was a really good play by him. And now we get into the S&D. And this is where we saw Insight bringing out the sniper a little bit. And the first thing that we said when we were watching back the, the, the map, it was like Insight with the snipe. I mean, have we seen that before? Has anybody, Chris, Pat, you guys seen uh, Insight with a snipe this year at all or ever? Uh, I think he sniped a map or two, but I haven't seen it on Tuscan out of them. I didn't know if he was actually sniping in those maps or just like fucking picking it up or some shit. I don't know. I can't I couldn't remember him actually sniping, but he was different today with the snipe. He was yeah, he definitely making plays. Um but let's yeah, let's tune disgusting. in. Let's tune in a little bit to, to the S and D. It was in the, it was the Octane Insight battle over here at this A site. Um which we haven't really seen yet too much. A sniper battle over towards the A side. We've seen it a few times here or there, but I just feel like these guys are definitely trading back and forth. That the game felt really slowed down. Um, I just felt like they yeah. were just sitting here waiting for picks, and and both teams kind of had the same idea. But you can see Octane; he was holding that that angle right there. He was able to get the better of insight right there. So, so good plays out of him. I actually like the way that LA Thieves were set up here. You can see that somebody had Octane's left, right, so nobody can run up on him with the snipe, and then he was just kind of holding that long range uh, angle with the. Bro, can you imagine if Kleenex clutched this 1v4? That would have been gross. Was oh, he out yeah. of ammo? He was out of ammo, right? He had four, he had four bullets. Four bullets, four left, bullets I think. eight HP. He was actually one shot, so it didn't matter. But just, bro, I mean, he got three three guys. He, <laughs> Bro, honestly, LA Thieves was lucky that they were all four, like, kind of in the same area, you know? Because, like, after three, if he if he regens there and gets out, it's a 1v1 and anything could happen. Yeah, um, if he would have went yeah. forward instead of backwards, he probably... He makes that mixy for sure. Yeah, so really, really good round. Really good good round out of uh, LAT. Well, almost a bad round, but good round out of LATs. They clutch it up. Jaws' face was comedy. after. He, I wonder what their comments <laughs> are like after he got the kill. Um, you have Kenny in the chat saying the auto is OP, by the way. Do it all P40. Wait, the auto is OP? I thought the MP40 everybody was saying was OP. But the auto is interesting. I've never heard somebody say the auto is interesting. I'm what was making plays all day, by the way. 
Well, this I, guy, I he was different today. Good, but the, the auto just... I don't know if it's a visible thing. Like oh, in it's a sarcasm? Caster. Oh, it's sarcastic, by the way. Okay, I didn't oh, get that. Oh, I thought he was saying, okay. Okay. No, I don't. I Bro, can't but, pick up on that. But I, I do I do feel like the, the auto has like a visible faster time to kill sometimes. But I think it's mostly when there's the headshot multiplier involved. Obviously, the yeah. MP40 shreds up close. But yeah, some of those kills with the auto looks insane when they're like point or they get those headshots like it, it's, it it's the headshot multi nuts. i think it like i i think it actually like 100 percent gives you a one bullet like a one bullet advantage per like headshot i think it does mm, we had so an you like strictly get headshots my bad pat i was just gonna say we had an insight clutch in the two two round right here um definitely want to tune in and, and show everybody what this guy can do but you see insight instantly gets a trade with that sniper rifle big plays out of him makes it a 1v2 situation bombs down with 30 seconds Let's see how Insight decided to play this one. Ends up getting an MP40 from his teammate. Not sure if Envoy... I'm, I wasn't sure what Envoy was doing here. I mean, bombs down. They know where Insight is. And they also have full control top fire. They can see the bomb, right? So why is Envoy even here? Once the, yeah, once, he should have just ran. As soon as Insight gets the snipe here, Envoy should immediately just run out you. Run to mid-map yeah. and get the fuck out of there. Just go fire. Just back up. There's, there's nothing else to do, you know? So it was an interesting play. Interesting play out of Envoy. He gets caught with his pants down. And then after that, Draza's left in a 1v1 situation. He ends up wrapping the map, but Insight ends up finding him you. Which I was also surprised, I guess, maybe to where it was planted. Maybe where to buy. Oh, they planted it on the backside, so you couldn't even see it up top. Yeah. Which, which was uh, which I, is interesting. I, I still probably would have played up top either way, I feel like. I sort of just played away from where he was. That too. But but I feel like even though the bomb's not planted correctly, like you could still play up top. And with the amount of time that was left, like you got to think, when Insight killed Envoy, there was only like 20-some seconds left. It's not like, you know, you had to stall that long. Yeah. And if you're just up top holding the site, like I, I have faith you're going to win that fight. And Insight's probably not going to think you're up top because of where the bomb was planted anyway, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, Insight wouldn't know the bomb is planted there until he gets around the corner. Right, and right, by right. that time he gets around the corner, he's checking and expecting a guy top fire. Regardless of the fact... Well, he wouldn't have had enough they, time, though. Yeah, regardless of the fact, they just need to... Like, it doesn't even matter where the bomb is planted. That site is just so open and it's so easy to see the guy actually get to the bomb. They just have to literally make sure that they see him. And once they see him, they the round's over. So it didn't even matter. Yeah. They just played that really sloppy. And Draza, Draza just picked the most random corner yeah, after he, he got just he just shit himself. <laughs> yeah, honest. it wasn't like, the best. It wasn't the best I corner. It's like what the. Well, fuck? I mean, with nine, ten seconds uh, left, he probably he just thought just he chill. Probably, I mean, he, he I don't think he was, was shitting over. himself. I think I thought yeah, like, I think oh, he I thought he was this. over. I mean, Draza's. I don't think Draza's shitting himself. I mean, he plays with confidence, but you know how you know how it is. You know, and when you're in a one v one clutch in SD on stage, like your heart is pumping. At least mine used to. I don't know about you guys, but my heart yeah, is pumped. Yeah, 100%. Pump, you know, I just, so. I just don't think that, like, by the time you check the bomb, there's zero, 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 zero chance the guy's coming up behind him at this point. Like, yeah. he knows he knows that the enemy player has to be in mid, and he was just kind of, like, sitting in a corner, not really, like, focused on it. It just didn't make sense to me. That's why mm -hmm. I said he and was then, doing and that. And this round was, was interesting, too. Like, the bomb game pushed up all the way. How did the bomb? They end up bringing the bomb all the way back. Why didn't LA Thieves just go be here? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, they're all A. Your teammate just died. You you know they're here. You throw an A. You see him. You shimmy. You back out. You hit church. You have Draza flanking A. I just feel like right here, especially when Plan Draza B, gets yeah. the kill and he dies there, I mean, Amboy should just chalk up that kill and just hit B, especially with, with Kenny just, at B side. Just call it out. Just be like, yo, I'm yeah. B. Like, just come B. He ends up playing A side here. Uh, which was an interesting play. Just a really interesting play. I thought they were just going to play B and just keep it simple. 
Um, but they end up rotating it back. And then and then once Kenny goes down or once Envoy goes down, Kenny's left in a 1v2. Um, Toronto do a good job. Just just draining out the time and, and winning the round. So after yeah, that, I'm it was pretty much over. Inside clutches. I felt like LA Thieves threw that round there. And then after that, it was for me, it was chalked. I, I thought Toronto, uh, they were going mean, to go out and close it. That's back-to-back -back rounds, right? That we feel like... LA Thieves could have won. Yeah, Thieves just threw it. Right. Like that Envoy and Draza just kind of playing just, you know airheaded almost right like just not thinking mm -hmm. um regarding the sniper and then right there like yeah kins at b has full control your teammate just died to a guy at a you have the information and b's completely open just wrap plant like those are two simple rounds where if you just put a little extra thought process you know you, you easily win those rounds yeah mm -hmm. first round we go into the tuscan control was benjamin banks who is making fucking plays uh just benjamin banks doing what banks does and some people were talking about it in our team speak do you think Bance is the best, one of the best, if not the best player in Toronto right now? Apparently, numbers-wise, he's the best. And he's um, been making plays. I mean, he's been consistent. Even today, he was consistently at the top just doing what he does. I mean, he was really working the map here. It's it's really hard, right? Because I feel like this team, um, you know, like a few other teams, but this team, all four of these guys are, are, are so, right. so That's important, what I was gonna say. bro. Like, this, I, I genuinely feel like this team couldn't make a roster change and be the same like i, I they both they're, they're all to me 25 percent of this team mm -hmm. they're so equal and they have so much impact um kind of i think they just mesh so well together like the way bantz plays you know works perfectly in cohesion with the way cami and kleenex play yeah and the way insight likes they to need play, each other almost yeah 100 percent. you know um I, and, and i feel like they're a unique team in that aspect that it's kind of like an irreplaceable thing for them mm -hmm. um so i think yeah i think they're all you know you know can be argued that they're all equally the most important and best player for the team. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on what, what we're trying to argue. Right. No, I agree. I, I, I That's what I was going to say. The only reason I, I asked the question because I think it was enable or Ian who said in the team speak that he thinks Bance is the best right now on, on Toronto. That's why I asked the question. And I, I just feel like every week we're, we're hearing different fuck. We're, we're saying Kleenex is the best. Next week, Cammy's the best. Insight's the best. That's a good thing to have on a team, though. 100%. When all of them are just showing out like that and having that impact. 100%. Listen, I want to go into the listening with, with, with Toronto Ultra. I know these guys, uh, they have very calm, cool, and collected comms. It's kind of like the, the way they calm, I, is they don't sound like any other team. But let's tune in and uh, let's see how they sound. Yeah, it's one we're just having a conversation, you know. Yo, 
Yeah, they're wow. never get hectic, bro. Never. Ever. It sounds just like a nice normal conversation, you know? Like they, it seems like nothing uh no matter even if they're popping three, four pieces, they don't even get hyped. Bro, it's so beautiful. I love it. No, it it's is so, nice. It's really it's nice. It's so nice. It's so nice to hear. I feel it's like, like it's, ASMR. I, I feel like it's easy to play when when you hear stuff like that in your ear. Like when it's Did nice you say and calm. It's like ASMR. It's like AMS, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I see what you're saying, by This is bro. Listen, he listens to Call of Duty comes to relax. In his earphones hey. and holds up a, a Toronto Ultra. Hey. I know, I know what Chris meant by that <laughs> for sure. I know, I knew what he meant. It's very it's, calming. It's so nice, it, it, it is nice. It but, is nice. Co coming from a uh, competitor aspect, obviously you guys all competed, but just yeah. when when uh you're just not getting your comms flooded, it allows you to think, dude, and that's yeah. the most important part. Just making good decisions prevents you from throwing in those like super crazy ego childs. But if you do throw them, at least you thought about it beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I'm definitely a big fan of the comms. Um, I don't the the the, the two uh, or the three and four rounds I think were the offenses that were won um, by LA Thieves and by Toronto. You can see a streak being used here. So Kenny's gonna call the streak. That's kind of gonna open up the site. He doesn't connect to one, but he does get the info that allows Draws and Octane to push up, get the kills, and then at this point, when you're in this position, and, and Chris, I know you play or you watch, and and, and same with you, Pat. What do you guys think is the best play? Maybe push up, get kills, and then work a stack? Or, or what do you think is the best way to do it? You get the kills, you're pushing through B. Do you like them pushing out like that, or do you think they should have just stacked? Uh, I think they could do either or. I, I'm a big fan of stacking, though, and I think it's hard for me to gauge because I haven't physically done it with a team to kind of know that timing. Mm. But from what I've seen so far, I feel like every team that's went for the stack has almost made it work, right? Like, I haven't. have you seen any stacks fail yet? Well, well the, like but, but, it, but it's not. But the thing is, is... What LA Thieves did there, Pat, is they, they got on the point and pushed out because they were they were stopping clock and draining lives. And that's how they ended up winning this round, right? So, yeah, so that's a good point. So yeah, like if they that. if they stack the point there and they all die because they get pummeled by nades and shit, now the, you don't have the life advantage and you don't mm -hmm. have control and you don't have any of that shit. So I feel like we talk about stacks and stacks and stacks. But it's also very situational, depending on the lives and the time. Like, I, I yeah. felt like LATs made a good play here, just pushing out and getting just, kills at this point. They, they just they, didn't win all the fights. Like, it's all I came down to. They, yeah. they already had one full tick, right? Or they had, like, one and a half. Just so. one and a half. Well, basically one. I mean, they just got the other half right there at the last gotcha, second. Yeah. But I think at this point, it was a good play. Because the lives were so low, I don't mind the fact that they didn't stack. I kind of like the play of stopping the clock and just continually draining the lives because they don't have any more left. And, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it, it's very situational. But there's definitely a lot of times where people should be stacking and they're not. And it, it, it infuriates me. Um, but definitely liked it. Uh, one one, and we know it can go round five for defense. True, and that's another, and that's another thing well, too. Came, well, the thing is, it came down to the same amount of lives. They ended with a five kill lead that they would have had if they would have stacked. So it was like kind of equal. But either yeah, way, yeah. they were going to end that round with a five. That, that is a good point, though. And and, and, yeah. and that's the last time after this weekend, they're not even going to have to think like that anymore. It's going to be, right, yeah. it's going to be points. You want to cap? You want yeah, to cap? cap. You want to yeah. get the points because the whole game mode is going to is going to change. Uh, for the better, I think. Well, for the better. I actually have a, I actually have a question for Ken. So if you back it up, um, yeah. they, they, uh, I don't know if they showed the scoreboard before they went into this round, but they were up like three kills. I remember doing the math. All right, pause it before. Okay, so they just had three. Oh wait, pause mm -hmm. it right there before they, uh, right here. You want me to pause it right here? Boom. Yeah. Like that. Three, three, three well, of spawn well, or three. Well, when it showed the, when it showed the, the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. So like, okay. back it up like five seconds where they had the scoreboard open. Boom. I got you right here. Now you done. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Kill wise, like four plus eight, 
So they're up in kills by like a eight. decent. Not, yeah, not, like, not even like five, like five, four or five. Yeah. And, but they make it, they actually get another kill right here um, after you unpause it. Yeah. So, th so they're up like six kills. I feel like if I'm, if I'm thieves here, knowing the rules, I'm playing this round so kill Hori. Like, you know how good defense is on Tuscan, especially for, for a thieves team. Mm -hmm. That's like the only way you lose this map is if Toronto manages to get defense. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that they threw a six kill lead in this round and ended up not getting defense round five. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, so if we're talking about playing this map, right, between Gavutu and, and Tuscan, uh -huh. then you at least got to guarantee yourself a defense in a round five, right? Yeah. Like, you have the 2-1 advantage. You have a six-kill lead. Do what you, you got to do to guarantee that, even if you lose this round. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, that kind of, that, that was the one thing that threw me off because I remember it being 2-1 and counting those lives and being like, all right, they got this in the bag because they're slaying. But but yeah, it just came they were, down to they the were fact definitely that... trying to force kills A, constantly trying to stop yeah. the point, and yeah. and, 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 look, and it they, was they, draining they their, their lives. Yeah, it was draining their lives, and, and it, it was definitely biting them in the ass for sure. They should have they should have literally just chalked A and played exits instead of trying to force break it, and then that just created setups where they just started trading to way too many kills. Oh, this is unbelievable and then, too. And then it got to a point where they started trading so many kills that after Toronto capped A, they had presence on the map where you could have just suffocated them by just holding him in and like initially. Well, let's also talk about this. I mean, uh, Cammy got to the back of the map because Octane, I don't know what the timings were like here, but it looked he like Octane, Octane was shimmying. He just blinked. So Octane was holding the right. <laughs> he gives it up, goes and picks up the left. As he goes to picks up the left, that's where Cammy sneaks in. I wonder why he went and picked that up. Yeah, he, he should have just held. He should have just stayed right side tank and just held yeah, the lane because he, he can see everything. He waited for. Uh, I think it was. He waited. Yeah, Kenny died. And well, that's no, he because shifted. he can't see. He can't see Arch from from back right initially. I don't think. But either can way, he? there's there's but but let's go off the info they have right. Like Kenny died and instantly got his trade. Unless Kenny's calling out that there's multiple people front, it's not like that's a priority pickup anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it, there was only one person front. They got the trade right away. Yeah. So, Sam necessarily doesn't have to shift. He just had to wait for whoever to respawn. What's yeah. the respawn timer control? Five seconds? Like, yeah, yeah. he could have waited that out. That person then, look, you see three spawn. Like, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know. And I, and I don't know the spawns exactly, but three would have spawned it's in the back field. I mean, if, if you're no, pushed no, no, out no. back if, here, it's spawn field. If Cammy wasn't there... Mm -hmm. Three would have spawned on Sam, no? Yeah. He would have spawned that if, back if, Yeah, if Cammy wasn't yeah, here, so he he'd, he'd probably he spawn back there. That, yeah, as soon as three spawned out, they would have known. But yeah. but either way, I think Sam should have waited, played for that spawn. Then as soon as that spawn happened, then you adjust what, you're, what you have to watch. But it was a four-second timing that wouldn't have changed anything on Sam's behalf, but it ended up changing the fact that Cammy got through. Yep, and then and then at that point, Toronto they they were able to get in behind because of Cami able to get to the back of the base. That just leads them to to get pushed up and get a bunch of kills, and it, it leads to them draining the makes lives it just out so much harder. Yeah. yeah, it makes it harder, and they got so many kills that now they got the defense. Now they got the defense going into the to the last round, um, and we know what happens after that. LA is doing everything they can to try and do what they can do to win the offense, but on Tuscan control, we know how difficult that can be. And it, they just didn't. It wasn't enough for them. They didn't even have a tick here on B. Toronto did a good job just staying disciplined. They didn't force any plays. They held their lanes, held their crossfires. Bada bing, bada boom. How you doing? Okay, basis. Yeah, the way Toronto plays, bro, that's the last <laughs> thing I would want to go up against. Like, Toronto camping corners, being mixy, sliding yeah, around. That just statues. sounds annoying. Yeah, that sounds like the worst possible experience. And, and I feel like that's what they would succeed in. So that's what I was kind of saying. Like, gambling that defense is just, it's rough.
of gambling the defense it just came down to the, the control pick too like like you were saying about gavutu it's like or like picking gavutu instead it's just like in my opinion yeah. i don't play anymore obviously but Neither, historically Chris. from <laughs> historically from the way uh toronto likes to play playing them on a map like tuscan sounds like absolute aids yeah. like there's so many corners and and like ratty spots so i don't know yeah, yeah because i feel like if you put lats on that that gavutu like they don't get outslayed like there's no way that even if they lose the map i feel like they outslay just based on how lat as a team plays like they play so control heavy like controlling the map yeah and mm -hmm. you get to have kenny and sam post up on annoying ass headies and just lock down a lane like that's not necessarily the same way on tuscan 100 and then we get into the to the berlin heart point and i'm gonna be honest with you man uh, Berlin Hardpoint, uh, off the rip, Envoy was de it was definitely Fugaze. Envoy was frying, and then the game crashed, uh, which happened twice today, by the way. I don't know what's going on. It, apparently, I texted Ben, because obviously he's working some production down there, and Ben's telling me that it's a server issue, that the server was crashing, which is kind of out of their control, but just super infuriating as a viewer, and I'm sure as a player. I can only imagine Envoy, who, who gets off to a 12-3 and start. He's frying about to get streaks, um, and next thing you know, that the game crashes. So this is the replay. Um, and again, LA Thieves just the best hard point game, team in the game right now. Um, I just feel like they were doing such a good job uh, breaking. It was I can actually rewind it because I haven't written down, but it was the, the the second P1 break from LA Thieves that I think won them this game. Um, and you can see it right here. So Toronto, they get here early. This is a good chance for Toronto to bring this one back and and maybe take a lead here. But look at the break from LA Thieves. They're hitting every lane here. You have number one who who goes all the way outskirts. That's going to be Sam. He's going to be that AR kind of slow playing front. You have Envoy, who, of course, Envoy, doing what he does, taking the long routes, right? Pinching out those spawns. And I just feel like they're being a nuisance here. They're coming from so many different angles and so many directions that Toronto just doesn't know where they are. Um, they overwhelm the point from so many different angles. They break, and then at this point, they lock up the 40, they, and, and they, they get a really big lead. I think when you give uh, LATs a lead like this, and they just stay ahead of rotations, and they keep working those breaks like they are, um, th th this was it for me. One here. This pretty much just led into their the momentum into the rest of this map, because after that, I mean, LATs was smooth sailing, doing what they do, so... Uh, good plays out of LA Thieves. I think that was like the the biggest break. But what did you guys think? Anything else that that caught your eye before we go into the, to the last map? The P one, like the P saying, man, the second P one break was to me was just the momentum switch. Uh, switch. Yeah, no, you're 100 right. But it's just LA Thieves' hard point. Like we 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 we're talking about it on the shows before for a reason. Those these guys are just discussing a hard point. And these two teams are like pretty evenly matched. Maybe like not all the maps were super close or anything like that. But one team is really dominant in hard point. And at least I know Toronto wasn't very good at search and destroy. Um, throughout the qualifier but like historically if you're looking at cold war they were really really good at snd so mm -hmm. it was only a matter of time before they they start to get better snd but like both these teams they went back to back one team won both snds one team won both hard points and i mean there's nothing really else to say about it man these I mean, guys are just a really a really evenly matched team mm -hmm. yeah but but i do think l8d's is just i'm really glad to see their dominance in hardpoint kind of what you mentioned even before the restart like they just look nasty in hardpoint it doesn't matter what map they play um and that's something that's going to carry them this whole year if they can kind of maintain how how well they just play hardpoint and they're playing the team that won the last land event on land and we know how good ultra is in general so um still a positive sentiment but i do think like snd wise um i don't i don't know what it is exactly but i just feel like these need to kind of almost revitalized the the style at which they play snd um they started not, hot pat they started right, right. but but, it fell but, apart. but they 
but I feel like once you start good, like you need to start throwing some, you know, some something at the other team that kind of catches them off. They kind of well, just play the out, same. Pat. Predictable check this out, Check this strat out from Toronto. I've never seen this. Never. They bust well, through middle I mean, doors. Though. Yeah, this is cool. This is such a cool strat. Right. It didn't. It didn't. He didn't get any snipes or anything, but just the, the idea behind it. But, of but doing something the doors. that kind of throws people off, right? I feel like these are just playing the same routine setup style, like every single round, and they're not throwing other teams off, right? Like, yeah. I, I feel like they got to get a little more creative. And, bro, you got Kenny, Envoy, Draza. Like, just get, get you know, get, get a little wild on them. They man. were. Make some, make they were play. a couple rounds. Not, like, Draza was, uh, Draza was challenging, like, off the, the but, but very side. solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, like, they could do that on either. They could do that on the AN, too. Like, I, that was one of my favorite things to do back when, like, I was playing this game a couple, like, um, weeks ago. Or, yeah. wait, how long has it been? Well, anyways, besides the point. <laughs> Time's I, moving I fast, would, like, yeah, bro. Push up, you can, like, easily push up that A site and get a lot of, like, mid presence and stuff like that. And there's a lot, def definitely a lot more creative things they could have done. They kind of, like, turtled up. And I feel like that's when Toronto um, took advantage of it. And Toronto is a very, very smart S&D team. They're a oh, yeah. team that if you give them space... They're going to take advantage of it, and they're going to work the hell out of you. Yeah. Like, and I just don't think that's how, that's how you should play against Toronto. You gotta, you gotta fight them like back with aggression because that's when, uh, when you give them space, like I said, that's when they're going to be really good. Mm -hmm. and, and and right there, really good snipes out of insight. This is where he really started to feel himself with the fucking snipe. Um, this was an interesting play. A uh, good corner out of Envoy, but I think his teammates just everybody died around him. What a shot out of Kleenex, by the way. Did you guys see that shot from Kleenex? Look, he's he's top middle jumping over this box. He's absolutely implode Sam. You know Sam was not happy about that one, getting pinged by an MP40 like that in two bullets um, when he's doing this little jump up. So just good shots out of Kleenex and Insight to get those kills, to get those bloods. But it goes 3-2. Toronto bringing it back a little bit. Kenny, I see you in the chat. I don't know what you did, but I have it in my notebook that Kenny went rogue round three, three, two. Uh, so I, I, I well, let's check it out here and see what Kenny did because I have it written down. Kenny goes rogue, and I don't, I, I don't remember. It was a lot of COD today, so we, we definitely got to take a oh, look. I remember this. Yeah. So Kenny, oh yeah, Kenny. So Kenny makes the fucking play, and he gets one here. Like he makes a mm -hmm. play, he gets pushed up, gets aggressive, gets one. But then he challenges Insight, shoots his sniper right there. Kenny knows he's there, and then Kenny just wide shot. He tried to chow to snipe, you know. He tried to. I get the blood. Yeah, it didn't count. The, the I think that the chow after that might have been a little uh, a little rogue. And I shoot at Insight to try to get Zach out. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, Zach was trapped. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, you makes were trying. Sense. You were trying to help Zach get out. That makes a lot of sense. Because he was probably trapped in a corner at first. Kenny at first. Gizmo, what the fuck? At first, I thought you were just ego challenge because you were just feeling yourself. You know, sometimes you need a heat check like that, you know. But you end up challenging and, and Insight gets the pick. So, uh, good shots, honestly, out of Insight. It was, a, it was a good play initially. But I think once they once they get the picks, they were able to work this site. And look at the timings here, by the way. Kenny, I don't know if you watch this back. But look at the timings here. Uh, you guys have the cross here. Like, number four has that. He ends up he ends up giving it up last second, but number two was kind of looking in that direction. Like he probably could have saw him here. Like you can see number two kind of looking towards that way. He could he definitely has peripherals there on that cross. And then as soon as he turns, boom, he crosses. Ben Benjamin Bands, boom, right there, boom, boom. Benjamin Bands crosses as soon as he turns and gets through B. And at that point, I mean, once Ben is pushed up there and they have all both sides pushed out. Um, Toronto Ultra get the bomb down. It was a really good round. Bad timing there. Caught timing at his finest. We go into the 3-3 round. And this is where things get interesting, man. LAT is to a hot start. Toronto maybe with some adapting. Uh, they bring it all the way back. It goes 3-3. Uh, and what was the round where Insight just goes cr crazy with the snipe? I forget which round piece, it was. Quickscope? 
Um, but this was an interesting round. This was right here, the two-two round. And Pat, you said yeah, that you it. think Insight misses shot, but I, I think he, he hit missed it. that side on Octane. So this was the shot that that yeah, he right hit. Hold on, can you put it in like let's 2. put it in, yeah, let's put it in slow mo and let's see if he actually hit this here and let's see what's going on here. I think I've heard Octane say once that, bro, he shot his elbow. I think like his elbow or something. Bro, it, it, yeah, I guess it was in that animation where he like his elbow went back and he was swapping guns, but like he completely missed on the screen, but it, it hit. The quick scope was obviously nasty. That hit, but yeah, that bro. that first shot. If you go back, go back. I want to see that again. Can you pause it like right before he fires? Yeah, try yeah. and get it as close as you can. Yeah, 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 I could do that. It's no problem. I could do anything you want me to do. Watch it, because it, it it literally looked like he missed. I was like, wait, he didn't hit that. How did he kill that guy? Mm, yeah, let's take a look. Let's go back to, Obviously, the, to the round. a good shot, right? If the game registered it and uh, it was a nasty play. Let me take it out but, of slow-mo and find it again. But it confused the hell out of me when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm i pretty sure he he hit his elbow there. I think he hit, he hit his elbow. I think that's how, how he's well, it looked like It looked like he hit the gun because his elbow went back in the animation to pick out the gun, right? Like you went like this. You're swapping weapons. Yeah. And then your elbow's gone, but the gun is still like coming out. Uh. And it looked like he hit the either gun. way. Either way, it's a good shot, and he barely got a glimpse of him. The game registered as a kill. Who knows? But no, it, was still, a really, it was a good shot. Bro. Really Use your spacebar. Use your spacebar. You can spam it, and then. Nah, he he hit his elbow. I think. I think he hit his. I think he hit his elbow for sure. It's weird though, because Sam was moving forward. Like as he got shot, Sam was going back forward. Yeah. Let me, let me hear him up. I'm pause it right at the second. Like Sam backs up, swaps weapons, and then goes nah, to Nah, he move hit his forward. elbow, I think. He hit his elbow. His elbow was sticking nah, out. Where is it sticking out at, Tom? I don't care that he broke his elbow. I don't care that he broke his elbow. That's Caster, though. Like, it could be like a weird delay. Regardless, it's a hard shot to hit. He did hit it, so no, they're props playing, to the they're guy, putting, they're putting but still. No, they're putting Ping on land. You hear that? That You see that new technology they have where they can, like, artificially inflate your Ping? Yeah, what the fuck? I just heard about that. You see that new technology they have where they can, like, artificially inflate your Ping? Yeah, what the fuck? I just heard about that. What are they? How do they? How do they give somebody a Ping? How does that work? I don't understand that. Technology is crazy, man. Technology is fucking crazy. I just don't understand how you can give somebody a ping. You know, like it just doesn't make sense to me. But it's interesting that they just figured that out. That guy's flipping people off in the in the crowd. By the way, you see this shit? <laughs> yeah, sorry. You see this guy's guys flipping everybody off in the crowd. Look at this. Either way, inside is gross. I feel like that's what you would do, Tom. Oh, I've done it before. Look at this. I've definitely done that. This guy, well, people in the crowd are also just wild. They say a I lot of crazy shit. Look, this guy's flipping off the Optic fan right next to him. Like, what? that's <laughs> fucked up. That is fucked up, bro. That guy's got some balls. He's just sitting right next to him. Yeah, dude. Some serious fucking cojones. But that was a really good round out of Toronto. I think that round was huge. That insight fixed up more. He just took over. Insight yeah. just what took was, over, bro. What was, what was Kenny doing here? I feel like Kenny got caught lacking. It was Kenny, right? I can't. Yeah, it was Kenny. I feel like he got caught lacking in this kill. Um, just over peaking like they knew they knew the inside sniping like kind of over that angle It's not like he really got any info that he wouldn't have had if he was playing it safe. Yeah um, I felt like he just got a little impatient trying to go for info and and yeah, yeah gave He that, got picked. That kill, I mean, he got streak. picked. It's what inside does but the, but then at the same time It's like I know his teammate was pushed up on a bomb. So he didn't really need the child, but Listen, you're, you're gonna have to peek eventually. You know, you're gonna have to peek. So, you yeah, know, I'm not peeking on Desert Siege when you got inside. Not in the field, scope, not there in the field. Nah, shooting bro, air, they, they shooting air, getting hit marker, bro. I'm waiting for the bomb to be bomb planted. They, they should have. They should have started playing way more aggressive. Like, I, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of 
you don't play this Toronto team too slow. You play into their in their into their like play style, and obviously the way the map was going, you know, inside is well, hot with the sniper. You know, he's not putting it away. Yeah. So he's got. They're gonna be playing for him to to get a pick. And if Sam yeah. stops sniping, they need to come out with some counter aggression. They shouldn't We're, just sit there and re, and rely on on their setups that are gonna be easily picked apart. Because there's only so many places you can be on defense. This isn't a like this isn't the easiest defensive map. Like to be honest. I fully so, agree with you. I just think, I, I feel like they weren't doing either. I don't feel like they were playing slow and they definitely weren't playing fast. I feel like they were like kind of playing in the middle and that's what was allowing them to get picked so much. Like if you're going to play that slow style and Chris, you know this from, from, you know, just playing a search in general for over the years, if you're going to play that slow style, you're playing to not get picked. That is literally your game plan. Like you're sitting there like, yo, we can't get picked pick a fucking corner and angle, whatever it is where you cannot get picked and make them plant the bomb. That's the style you want to play. Mm -hmm. um, but they were kind of playing that like in-between role where they were getting picked a lot. And then, yeah, Tom, if you want to back it up and go through that, that Benjamin Bantz. I was, yeah, I was going to say, and then Bantz ended it. He, he, ends yeah. it. he ends it with an ninja defuse. Envoy runs away, and I think it's just a good heads-up play out of, out of Bantz to just hop yeah. on it. I mean, that's just a typical Benjamin Bantz play. Uh, Insight just gets aggro with him because at that point he's on the bomb. It's you know all or nothing. Just go for it. Yeah, he's oh gonna be God. distracted and run out. Do you guys see Kenny's reaction? Nah. What look at Kenny's like reaction as the bombs gain diffuse. Look at look at his reaction. Oh, he lost like... full. He lost fucking full. I would have lost full too. And that's something that's like they can't really predict, right? Like that yeah. is just such bad timing on Envoy's part and such a big play out of bands. Like I wouldn't have expected someone to be on the bomb there either, but but yeah, that was just unfortunate. But listen, they should try using smokes. They, they should, uh, uh, Mr. Joe, Mr. Merck. But guess what? The smokes are fucking broken. Sledgehammer's got to fix them. Yeah, that's okay. the bottom line. Uh, I, I heard they are fixing them, right? They're broken. I agree they're broken. I heard they oh, were. Sorry, go ahead. But um, I just think, like, going just back to the way that Toronto, not Toronto, but Thieves played it, when you have a sniper that's doing that well, you have two options. You have to counter snipe him to basically stop whatever he's doing, and clearly that wasn't working. Yeah. Or two, you have to start getting aggressive and forcing him to put it away. Yeah. And they were obviously not doing the latter because they tried the counter sniping and Octane was losing it. Most of the time, Insight mm -hmm. was popping off. Sam got but a hit marker you, too one round. They yeah, were like yeah, in a straight up duel. I was like, oh, he must have but, lost the pool. But once you put it away, you have a you're you're a gun up right there. Like you already have a you have a more aggressive role. Start playing aggressive. Like stop just like playing so slow. You're giving this guy space. You're giving this guy room to work. And he's really hot right now. You know he when he gets the opportunity with nobody contesting him, he's not gonna miss. Mm -hmm. So start you got to do something else and they and they didn't adapt at all they kept giving letting toronto and and, and insight do whatever the hell they wanted and they, they ended up losing the map so yep good job had a toronto ultra to close that one out really good series i think los angeles thieves they Super still look series. great they still look great they still got a tournament to play uh it's not over yet it's not over till, till it's finished they're gonna have to make a losers run now toronto uh, go, go over to the next round so good plays out of, out of both teams toronto able to cl uh, close it out but now we get to the the, the big one the big series, Optic Texas, going up against Seattle Surge. Let's take a look at the vetoes. Optic Texas, Pat, you called a 3-0, and you got exactly what you called. You're one of the smartest in the business, Pat. Appreciate that, Tom. Appreciate that. Look, this is, I mean, this this sucks for me, right? Because I do think the Seattle team has potential. But right. I, I fully think that coming in how hot they were in the beginning of the season and how hot they, not necessarily how hot they started, but those two big wins they got when Lamar, you know, iced up round 11, this team was put in a, in a tier that I really don't feel they deserved. Um, 
in those wins they had, Sib was insanely, insanely overperforming. Um, and that's not to say that he can't play that way, yeah. but he was literally dropping 1.5s, and this team was barely winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, I'm going to put in your chat for a link that you can pull up on the uh, on the stream before we get into this match, just sure. to kind of give an idea. Um, so these are the stats from this series, and obviously I think Sib is a good player, but this team, to me, relies on him being a dominant slayer, right? They 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 rely on that. Like, they almost need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when, you know, he's having series where he's dropping 0.75s, negative 19. Uh, Lamar obviously played bad as well. Yeah. Um, Lamar necessarily can get away with it, right? We saw that with that team. But if if Sib, the guy who they need to be a 1.2, like, main slayer shitting on the other team, which he's definitely capable of, if he's not doing that, this Seattle team stands no chance. And that's why I think the big thing for them was, you know, I think they were massively overrated because of that. Like, when you look at them as a as a team, they're fundamental. The way they play, they're not that ahead. Um, and when they're not slaying, they, they just there's no way they can win. Um, so for, for this team, for me to step it, turn it around and kind of get back to where we had them before, mm. there just has to be a massive slaying improvement across the board because... To me, they're just not going to win series unless Sib is is frying. Yeah. The .78 surprised me from Illy. That's weird. He was still doing his thing. I mean, I know maybe not on the stat sheet, but watching, just watching the game, it seemed like he was making plays. I think he so. had a negative, like a real negative control. Okay, um, that's probably what maybe won. brought his stats yeah. down a little bit. Bruce, he popped the fuck off. Shotzi was doing his thing. Scump was taking game base. This guy popped a four-piece, broke the fucking game. They had to reset the whole fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? So, anything about the vetoes that, 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 that catch your eye? Nothing to um, me, really. Just... The Bocods, that's the only thing. I think pretty much this is a standard veto across the board, but the Bocods hardpoint, again, we kind of talk about this, like optic and phase are the two teams you want to avoid on Bocods. It's just fundamentally how they play. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Seattle can keep it competitive and keep it close, which they did. But at the end of the day, I feel like Seattle just would have stood a better chance on almost any other map than, than Bocods. Yeah. No, was yep. this was this the lagout? Am I on the lagout right now? I don't think this was a lagout game. I'm pretty sure this was uh, the regular one. But Bo Cage, man, Bo Cage Hardpoint. We know how this map is. Dashi was fucking popping off today, but Shotzi was for me was the Bo Cage Hardpoint MVP. This guy, you just can't fucking, you just can't do anything about his play sometimes like he's all i just feel like you can't keep track of him if you call out shots that's why you don't play bokeh that's why yeah seriously that's why you don't play bokeh but but it was just whenever he gets a kill and he gets called out he's never in the same spot he's always somewhere fucking he's, guys nowhere 15 feet away bro by the time he's called out he's mm-hmm. always yeah. slid double jumped on a different man old like mm-hmm. somewhere else oh. on the map also, in terms of vetoes, um, just talking about it, Sib is a Sib in challengers. He was a flex, but he was always better with an AR. And obviously, you got Lamar, which is also a you know pretty AR heavy player. It didn't make sense piece. that they would play Bokage, but then I'm assuming they would have had to play Tuscan. And I don't really know too much about their Tuscan gameplay. Tuscan was one Bokage, of Sib's uh, better maps from their from like the kickoff and their initial yeah. games. That's when he was having those 1.5s, bro. Like, some of the sprees he went on was on Tuscan, like, in that back P3 hill, getting up on that heading mm-hmm. and just locking down that lane. Because the guy's shot is gross. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't miss. And, and I agree with you. I think he should be running an auto more often than not, regardless of the fact that he's capable of Oof. doing both. Yeah, well, I, wanna, I, wanna, I, wanna, I kind of want to play the play the casters there, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd erupting, like, got me fucking yeah, bricked sick. up to the fucking max, bro. Let's watch this shit. As Scum fucking pieces, I'm up here on the four piece. Let's tune in and go into a live listening. Control. 
Can they find the kills now? And Scuffy finds two of the point, flushes them out. The crowd reaction is fucking sick, by the way. That was fucking sick. I, I love, I love a, an energetic crowd like that. The green wall was really showing out today. It definitely heard them the most when Optic was playing. So shout out to them for being electric. But anyway, they go into a listening during this map, and it ends up crashing. Let's tune into the listening and let's see how the guys were coming when the game crashed. I like the composure from Big Boosie, though. Hey, we're good. Everybody chill out. We're okay. Don't worry about it. We'll focus on the next one. I like that. I like that coming from Resets Boosie. are triggering, dude. But Triggering, what? Like, bro. I think knows. Optic just knows they're better than these guys. Like, yeah. they just know, like, it doesn't even matter if they have to replay. They're probably still going to, like, stomp them at the end of the day. Yeah, even though the replay did get a little, you know, yeah. Seattle had, it got a little mixy. I mean, Seattle definitely had a better break off uh, in, the, in the second half. But definitely uh, never want to see that. I just feel like even as a viewer, I can only imagine the players, but as a viewer, when you're when you're watching and you're so into the game and the game crashes, you're like, dude, you, you're like, come yeah, on. That sucks. Because it's a full reset for the viewers too, right? Like, they got yeah, 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 they're bro. getting hype watching this game play out, and then they're like, fuck, now we got to start all over. And imagine, the, <laughs> imagine the players. Yeah, it's, a reset, you know? it's a reset for everyone, bro. Like, men, even mentally, <laughs> you're just like, oh, well, unlucky. And all yeah. that stuff. Like, Scump, Scump just got like a dirty four piece, like, hella impactful. Yeah, like, like, like it was game. just such a cool oh, game. Shotzi has 24 and 15 or whatever. Like, Shotzi's frying, you know? It's a lead in the chat. It has nothing to do with Ben, by the way. It's just an ongoing joke, but lead in the chat for, for the production. But the server crashed. Uh, it goes down. Um, Optic come back into the boat cage. Very back and forth. I mean, typical fucking boat cage shit, right? But uh, Optic really pulled through here. It was uh, when it went back over to this... Uh, what is it? The P4 hill. Back over to this barn yeah. hill is when Optic was able to get pushed out and just kind of be really annoying here. And again, Shotzi just kind of switching lanes. They were able to lock down a lot of time here on this hill. Um, which, when you have a team like Optic that are rotated and pushed down these cuts, granted, they did end again uh, pooped on right there, but it was before that they won the fights um, and pushed them back a little bit. It, it's very difficult to deal with, but they definitely pulled through a little bit. Um, they won the trades in the hill when, when Seattle did get in there, and I feel like at this point, I mean, Pat, what did I say about Boat Cage? It's over. When, you have, when the 50-point lead is 100-point You got lead. a 50-point lead, that means that they have a 100-point lead, Okay. This one's Double. all over. At, at this point, a team like Optic should not lose this. You have a 50-point lead on Boat Cage. 
Couple minutes left to go. I mean, all they need to do is just keep doing what they're doing. It got a little scary here. I thought Seattle was going to bring it back a little bit on this hill. Well, we can go down to that last hill. I think it was the the, the tank hill yep. where uh, Seattle had full control, got the kills, and I think it was like Pred. It was Optic had 244. Mm -hmm. uh, Pred and someone else on Seattle decided to like rotate, which made no sense because yeah, there was we still were watching like, this. This was yeah, crazy. There, there was like 39 seconds left on the hill, and Optic needs six points to win. What was their and, thought process here, do you think, Pat? Just trying to flip spawns? But why did two guys go? Why would you even then, why would you want to flip there? Like you have to play you have to play almost this whole hill regardless and play for a break. Like that's your only play. They need legit six points. And there's 32 seconds I left. I do not mind eight? number eight pushing out like this. He needs, but I mean, no one eight. follows him up though. Well, but he spawns there. He the spawns there. Yeah, true. I mean, he spawns him out. I mean, he spawns him deep. I mean, they should just hold. I mean, if yeah, anything, like, you know, stack, play closer around the hill. They legit need six points. If you lose one wave, it's over. It's GG. Yeah, the guy, I mean, the guy on hill also is fried. Like, if if he knows that they're all spawning barn, he's exposing himself. By, by the way, it, it, he should have just been hiding behind the tank. By the way, did Pred not pick up on the spawns? The, those river spawns are pretty common. When when no, yeah, he with, with so the... his teammate his teammate would have got that spawn that that he got regardless whether Pred made that play or not. Like because mm. of optic optic spawn river. Are you and sure hit the about back. that? Yeah, because look, optic spawn river and hit the back. Yeah, yeah. But look, 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 look. Pause this instantly. But, but the first, but the first here. guy from Seattle spawns in the back, right? Number yeah, seven but, but spawns look, in now, the back, and then there. once Pred pushes up. I, I don't think Pred, or who is that, number six? I don't think Lamar's getting that back barn spawn. I don't know once, about that, Pat. I don't know. Look where they are. They're already back, like, there's no way he's going to spawn in that corner when they're yeah, already, probably, they already probably. got that. They're pushing I mean, that I mean, you, it's Bocage Hardpoint, Pat. You know what I'm That's saying? True. That's you, true. You don't we, even fucking don't, know. I don't know how squad spawns work. But I, I imagine he, that number six would spawn there regardless. But either way, man, 36 seconds... I'd like or 33 whatever it was i don't necessarily i just don't agree with this play at all i don't like what is he accomplishing by doing this uh, unless he thought uh, no, no, no. That they he, were spawning he thought they were both? spawning there pat like 100 percent. look at how he challenges this like look yeah. he runs he runs through he slide cancels at the door and insta chows the tank like where, where they spawn but the thing is on this hill like that river spawn unless uh, you have somebody pushed out like mid or right yeah, they, had, they had no mid control though why would he think they spawned there <laughs> well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying that's what i'm saying it was just a bad read I mean, uh, he, timed yeah. it he timed it terribly the people are already off spawn he clearly as soon as he comes out the door he, like he shouldn't even be that far pushed up but as soon as he comes out the door he needs to turn around but number five shouldn't be in shouldn't die in the hill like, I, don't, I don't think it matters number five, uh, even if he number five should have right. instead died on the hill like number as five well. Yeah, like go back. You'll see it. They know they're spawning barn because they get the number six spawn queue, and the guy's just standing out in the open. He yeah, just dies yeah, to yeah, this yeah. guy. Yeah, like, I don't know where he, what he was doing. You know what would have been the play if Pred sat in that like corner, like right, right where he is right now. Like mm -hmm. if he would have pushed out mid, sat in that corner, and held like the mid cross, he would have got like a two piece of those guys crossing the barn right there. Yeah. Also, what was this? They like. So so number six just sits there and holds, but no one else, I guess, comes to back him up, and they just get 20, on the hill for free at the end. Twenty-five seconds left. Yeah, twenty-five <laughs> seconds. This is so weird. This is just so weird to watch. They're just they're just all like they're still at the old hill technically. Number six is just sitting there. He's the only one that's in position to even contest it. It's just like they were just fucked. Do you think Optic was like confused as fuck when they got on the point? Like what? 100%. Like what the fuck? Yeah, like where are? Like where, do you think they were like where are they? Like where the where fuck? The f are they? Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, bro, you know this. Like when a team needs five points to win the fucking map. Yeah. You turtle around the hill. Like, you play the like the best setup you can to ensure they can't win off that scrap. Because that's your only 
your only hope to come back is to make sure they don't they don't. Oh my god, that guy's face. The rest of that time. But. Yeah, I, I, I listen. It's Bo Cage Hardpoint. Uh, I definitely had Optic taking taking a series, but I, when I saw the Bo Cage Hardpoint, I, I had a feeling this is definitely going to be a one zero off the rip uh, going yeah. in favor of Optic, especially with the way Shotzi's been moving. I even saw Formal give him some gas, like just what saying did, that Shotzi's um, different on the timeline. What, what map did they ban? Mm. Uh, do we know? I, I can go to the DM really quick. I just want to know what map. Did Optic uh, ban. No, 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 no. Uh, Seattle. Let me go find uh, it. I'm not they sure. Banned... I really want to see. And Chris, while Pat's looking that up, they banned I, Berlin. I want to know what you think here, Chris. After they get the two kills and they make it a two v two situation, don't you think Lamar should get the fuck out of here now and like push up with Mac and like get Mixy? I'm trying to wait for the stream to catch up. Oh, he guys, plays, they banned he did Berlin. it a little bit. Like I just feel like Lamar should be hitting the stairs right now. Like he should just he should just like instantly hit the stairs and like guys. with that AR. They banned Berlin. Who? Seattle banned Berlin. Seattle banned Berlin. The fuck are they doing, Pat? What are you doing? Over Bo Cage. When you got, bro, you got Lamar and Sib. I feel like that would help you so much on Berlin. Two maps. Those guys can just run autos the whole map. Uh, Optic hasn't looked that good on Berlin. Remember the the rocker came back on them really bad on that Berlin mm -hmm. map. Why are they banning that at uh, and and playing Bo Cage? That makes no sense. Even even if you ban Bokeh, there's not a guarantee that Optic's gonna pick Berlin anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess they they would, but it would be their pick. But like, I don't understand that at all. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, regardless, it's like a double AR map. I still don't think you when you, you have ban. Sit, yeah. Yeah. You don't ban it. You're going up against Illy and Dashi, which obviously Dashi's gross, but you're going against Illy on an auto versus your like your best player guaranteeing to have an auto that makes yep. I mean, at the end of the day they might not be comfortable on the map but at that point you're just out you're just uh you're, you're just out skilled yeah, at that the, point because you don't concept, have the... Chris. <laughs> like yeah. if you if you asked optic hey which map would you rather play bow cage or berlin optic's gonna say bow cage every single time yeah i would i would assume so yeah mm -hmm. so why, why make a veto to help the, the other team that makes no sense it doesn't make sense yeah Good round for Seattle to tie back up a two. The round prior to this, Dashi was just sitting top three, putting those laser beams down, doing what he does. They end up, Seattle ends up hitting that A site. They get the kills. They rotate back to B. I like that. I like that teams are starting to rotate a lot more. You know, they'll get kills at one site. Things get mixy and things are out of control. Take back up. Take your time. Stay composed and, and, and rotate back and, and switch bomb sites. I think Optic did something similar this round. If I remember correctly, they, they push up towards B. You can tell that their mindset right now is to go B side here. But because Pred is in this site and he's being a nuisance, they know he's in there. I think they shoot the door open and they try and get some some information. Shotzi ends up double backing here. And it's a good play. I, I want to know what you guys think. But he, he they shoot the door open. Pretty sure he throws some tacks down. And then once, once Shotzi pushes up, you can tell they're trying to get this B-bomb down. Shotzi gets aggro. They make noise. He gets tagged by the can. Instantly just, just dips out. Dips out and says, you know what? Forget about it. I'm not doing that. I'm leaving. I'm going over That's to just the... decisive the, plays, Tom. Decisive plays. And they, they do it fast. Like, they do it so fast. Like, look, they gave up the site. I mean, Seattle's not even on the A site anymore. They have somebody to, deep A, like, holding honest, it, though, but he's I, by himself. I don't like the setup at all. Like, I just think they're... they're from Seattle, they're leaving, you're saying? They're, yeah, from Seattle. They're just giving... They're, they do have the bombs. Like, I, they have information on the bomb, mm. but they have no information, like at all with mid map at all there's nothing there's just nothing that's going to stop them from rotating the map and i guess optic just reads it perfectly it just, and just gets reactionary out. right like yeah you're just waiting for the other team to make a play like that yeah what you're hoping the for. reason why and i'm then... just bringing it up is just because i think that situationally like optic their mid-round adjustments have been a lot better a lot well, you better heard, you heard in seth's interview he was like we just felt like our 
our S&D was sloppy and we were allowing rounds to go round 11 when they otherwise shouldn't have. So yeah. we really prioritize like those middle rounds and making adjustments so you don't yeah. throw away easy wins. Throwing That's shimmies strat. in this game scares me. He's gonna throw a shimmy and get bopped. Yeah, like he's throwing a shimmy, I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good play by Bro, Skull. But, but even, even even though, that, that so that setup, it just like, it doesn't make sense. By the time they get to a site, you're just getting overwhelmed. Like, even if they do have two people out of site holding it together, right, if four of them hit it, you're, you're yeah, you have you just have no information the way they're playing, and I'm, I'm just not a fan. I, I, it might be one of their strats they probably tried, practice and stuff like that but i just don't think that's a good strat at all man you're just it, you're gambling also, at that point it also seems like they haven't changed aggressive. much right from the the initial kickoff like that's that's the style of snd that was working for them early on where they were mm -hmm. kind of playing that way um and obviously like teams have a lot of footage now and i think that's something that's hurting seattle because teams can kind of understand how seattle likes to play they were obviously a good snd team for for a while in the beginning um and yeah i think they kind of play that style where they play these like get info stall rap and then try and try and get the first kill and, and bully him out but but i agree with you chris i don't think that's a recipe for success yeah so, somebody says shots he's the best pov in cod right now it's not even close and dude this guy i i like i agree this guy's different bro he's when probably you, the funnest pov to look, watch look at look so look, look at how this guy played this round look at what he did he ran up statue by himself Catches Dante with his pants down. Have a good day, Dante. Backs up, throws a stun, and keeps pushing. He said, fuck it. I'm going to keep going. Why not? I mean, it's Yo, kind, it, it's, it's kind of a stupid play, but fuck it. It's kind of a stupid play, but fuck it. I mean, he's confident. He's being well, decisive. It's all that matters. We, we talked about this, Tom. There's, like, certain players on certain teams where, like, Fuck it if it's a stupid play. Like, like let Hydra. them be Talking them. about like yeah, Hydra in let, New York. Yeah, like let them just make the shit plays they want to make. Because it's the style of COD we're playing nowadays. Like if this was World War II, you would be like, wow, that's super detrimental. Yeah. But it's not that style. Like if if, if you're able to do this, the things you're able to do on the map now with the movement uh, and everything, and obviously Shotzi's tier one at it, like mm -hmm. just let him do it. And, and I think it's the same case with like Hydra and there's a lot of other kind of examples. But those players succeed when they play that just kind of reckless style. Yeah. Um, I like the setup yeah. this round too. Uh, I like, though, I love this setup. It's a good the setup thing, here. The thing about this though is that this map, the fact that there's a lot of cross spots for both the defense and, and even like the offensive team, how a lot of people like, you know, what Scump was doing, he was getting on that like box and looking towards the, the A cross of this pistol. Like a lot of that stuff and all of that information, you can abuse, man. Like as you're crossing, you can also like kind of like counter spot it just to see if the guy's there. And like what Shotzi's doing is he can literally run up to mid as long as he checks to make sure there isn't a guy to his right, like in Broken where Sib was and he can like kill him. He can almost instantly just run up mid for free and immediately go for the player that's like like send their spine across for a second and just catch them off guard like you, you want to play loose on this berlin map it benefits you on this map because the, the those cross spots are so abusable because you know a player is probably going to be playing it like so you almost know where a player is at all times off the rip of a round mm -hmm. and that's just going to allow you to have an opening somewhere yeah. Or you can just manipulate the information that guy sees. For example, if he's if you know he likes to watch the cross spot, send send two, three people towards A. What's that gonna tell them? What's that gonna do for them? They're gonna instantly hit B. And so like it allows you to kind of manipulate the way your um your opponent thinks by feeding them information. Yeah. Good point, uh good point, Chris. And and Chris, check this out. You seen this before, Chris? This motherfucker's levitating. How the fuck does this guy find all these spots? Yeah, bro, what is this? How the fuck does he find these things? I don't understand this kid. 
Look at this <laughs> shit, bro. This guy's fucking levitating, bro. Is that Chris Angel? What the hell is this? And then he gets the blood, and then and then he makes a good last play here. He the guy gets the bomb down. It's Mac. I think they lose this round. He gets the kill, and then he he cooks a grenade. He knows where to. He just reads them. He just reads them. He throws out the nade. The nade gets the, gets him one shot. Gets the kill before he falls. It's just good heads up play. I think I think uh, Seattle went a round or two, and then and then uh you know Optic end up closing it out. But good. Hey, way way better from Optic in their in their mid round adjustments. You can tell that they've been putting in a been lot of that, time. Yeah. They've been working on that shit. Um, so just good heads up play. And in, I love the round here too, by the way, because because uh Prey gets a, a kill on on the bomb site, so bombs down over in B. I just like the play Illy makes here. Skump gets aggressive fire, which I love. I love that Skump got aggressive and wasn't scared to make a play. But I like how they come in from be from behind over here on, on Pred over in this HUD area. This was a good heads up play to Illy. Instead of pushing through the front with an automaton, he catches Pred with his pants down coming through the window. Um, so just a good heads up play out of them. Instead of trying to force through the doors of HUD and B, they just take mid-map control. They know there's a guy in there, so they use their numbers mid. Seth makes a play, and then they were able to just sniff him out. And just like that, it's a 3v1 optic win. And this optic team in general is like, crazy. once they start to put together that, that SND, like, this team's going to be gross. Um, they're, they're all nasty SND players in their own right on this team. Mm. I just don't think in the early kind of, you know, early stage of this game, they weren't playing with much cohesion. Um, so it's, go it's, it's, go it's, it's so it's so clear to me that they've been working on that, um, you know, with Ray, obviously. And I think they've got it to a good spot. So it's just about maintaining for them now. Yep, and then we get into the Tuscan control, which uh, both defenses were run were were won initially. Um, typical Tuscan control shit. But then, uh, then we should talk about Lamar a little bit. He struggled this map. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, Lamar's been playing great all year, super icy, clutching up. He had a bad map this map. What are you gonna do? He had How a bad map, and Brucey's twenty and five. And though. and and then Brucey had what a a ten point oh. What do you have this map? Uh, I think it was something close. Yeah. Okay, because he 5. was fucking 0. he was frying, and uh, they couldn't contain Brucey. They couldn't contain him. He he was all over the place. Something Bruce does well is he he's so good with picking his spots and his positions. And once he has that L trigger held down, uh, he's just snappy pappy. You know he. he and I can't pappy. remember. I can't remember if I said it on the flank or the reverse sweep or or, or what. But um, I I think I think Bruce is gonna be have. I have optic like disclaimer. I have them getting top three. Um, mm -hmm. kind of somewhere in that range. But I have Bruce playing individually. Probably one of the best events he's played in a long time. Right, like going back to. That notable one's probably that Vegas uh, BO4 event, because I think with Is that Bruce, the event they won, yeah, that okay. initial that optic team, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think with Bruce too, the better this team gets, like in general, like the better they get as a team, the better that he's gonna get individually, because it's gonna allow him to kind of play the style of AR that he likes to play and he's yeah. natural in. Um, and you saw it to, uh, on this map, bro. He's just zoned in, like he gets to get to his spots and hold his lanes. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Um, so for me, this team getting better just lets Bruce get better. And so I think he's going to have probably some of the best stats from this tournament overall, um, you know, when, when Sunday's over with. But it's good to see because I think he's, he plays a pivotal role on this team. Like he is kind of that, you know, that backbone to this team, so to speak, because mm -hmm. um, it allows Shotzi to, and, and Seth and, and, and Ender to kind of have that, <clears throat> that free roam. So yep. um, it's really good to see. And I think it's, it's, it's super important for them to have. Yep, and this is where Seattle, I mean, the, the, the life advantage, it's 9-6 to six right now in favor of Optic. Optic decided to go around the back here. Keep in mind, before this, Optic was able to break on in because Dashy put, uh, picked up streaks. They they all flooded church. They worked top green. They called the streaks, got on the point, worked the lives down, and now here we are with 29 seconds left to go. Optic find themselves with, with a, a three life advantage. They decide to work the back here um, on this B point. 
uh, and Mac was able to piece him up here. Big three piece out of, out of Mac there. Really big plays. I don't know if I agree with pushing the back play. I, I feel like pushing the back is like really difficult. There's so many corners, headies, all kinds of shit. Um, well, you're and, shitting on them the way they were this map. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Just hit the front. Just hit the front and just do what you do. Yeah, just bully them. Throw, 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 you, throw, got, you got Shotzi, bro. Hit the front every time. I mean, dude, you can probably find some nade spots here, right where Shotzi's standing. If you look straight up and throw an nade, you could probably hit them plat and bro, shit, you know, and, and then just fucking hit that. it. I, I'm so surprised that teams haven't done that. Like, I feel like that's such an easy thing to implement. You know, most of the spots and the nades obviously have a yeah, pretty even good in radius. especially in control and respawns. Yeah. Like having even if you're breaking the point, the hill on hard point, like it's good to have spots like that. So you got to think that some of these pros are gonna go, gonna you know practice some of that shit. Maybe they already have just in the heat of the moment. You know, when the game's moving so fast, you don't even really Hard think about tell. it. Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of people. So that spot that he's in, you can almost like double whammy it. If you just cook a nade over like the, like the house in front of them, like on that platform, you can easily blow it up like right where that guy was standing on the railing. And then if you don't hit him there, or if you do hit him there, you just check the corner on the right and then boom, you have like plat cleared. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard to do. It just requires some coordination that I think some people are just kind of missing sometimes, but, and then, and then that, this point i mean you're on the defensive side if you're optic you're not even tripping you're like listen we're definitely winning the life advantage here yeah just, we just, thought this was over we thought they were just yeah we, we even said it was over. even when it was one two and we were watching it back we were like i'm just gonna win this because they, they're just slaying them out and they're gonna get defense again and when you put optic on defense i mean they're gonna do what they do and i love how they spread the map here they, they have yeah. seattle pinned so bad here they can't do shit they literally have every single lane of the map just, you know, blocked off, and they're not losing fights either. It's 28 to 16 life count. I'm going to be getting it this round. They just got all the kills. So they won the break. They pushed up, and they weren't losing fights. So Optic, we're able to push this to a – it got a little, it got a little, uh, little mixy, but not really. Uh, Pred went on like a fucking 10 spree or some shit. He went crazy or a 6 spree. Yeah, like this for me like thought it was going to end and then Pred went off. He went off oh. and he made things interesting for a second, but I mean, it's still and with how. Yeah, yeah, then he bro, needed himself for that? the streaks. He needed himself Wait, for is, the streaks. Yo, is Seattle or, or Pred? Or, are you in here? I got to ask what happened, bro. Well, well, first, let's let's show some love to Pred because right here is when he kicked up and just look at the kill feed. I mean, they don't really get anything on his camera, which kind of pissed me off, but he gets one. But he, lights two. <laughs> he lights up the kill feed. It's nonstop pred for like the next 10, 15 seconds. Um, so he gets one here. He still goes. He he, he ends up going on a six three. So he gets all I'm pretty sure he gets all three of these guys right here, if I remember correctly. Boom, boom, bada bing boom. Then he goes middle, he hits middle, he gets into church. Good place. I mean I mean it's just too late now. I mean, look at the life advantage. He's making plays, it's just way too late. Way yeah. too late. Nothing's gonna happen. Lamar's obviously having a rough map, so it's just at this point, Optic. They know they're they're chilling. The only thing Optic can't do here is lose the the point, and they end up and Seattle ends up throwing a stack. You know what I'm saying? And, and losing a point. All Optic need to do is play around point, and make sure that Seattle doesn't clean wipe them. Because if Seattle gets a four clean and, and stacks the point, that's the only way they win that round. They go back over to the defense and Pat. This is where Optic Texas take care of business and, and take the and take the series 3-0, just like you called it. Um, yeah. Once they had defense, there was just no doubt. I mean. Just, we we were all uh, our predictions are, were all right. Well, all of my predictions were right. Pat, you yeah. got one you wrong. Took the, you took the fifty fifty on Ultra and uh, these. I took the opposite. So yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Which they, which could have gone out of the way, Pat. I think yeah, we'd I be think doing that was a good the, job. Be the closest series of the weekend almost. That's kind of like what I relied on. My personal bracket, I thought these would have took it, but but yeah, I think that they're, they're very evenly matched teams, which is why we had them so equal in the tier list. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, majority of the games, aside from that, that Thieves Ultra game was pretty clear cut on who we thought would take it. I agree. Um, but tomorrow, or I guess some of the games tomorrow, but 
you know, as we go on the weekend, the matches are going to get more and more interesting and a lot harder to predict. I think Saturday we have that optic phase game. That's going to be a impossible one to predict. I, I really, I'm praying for a Bocage. I'm praying. If we, if, if you want to yeah. see an optic face bow cage, that would map be fire. One. Map one. Bro. That would be fucking I, I fire, bro. That would be fucking heat. Listen, let's go into the interview with Scump, and then we'll do our predictions really quick, and you guys can get out of here. I know it's late. It's been a really long day. I don't want to keep anybody, but let's see what Seth had to say, and then uh, we'll hop into the predictions for tomorrow, and we'll call it. Chat two. Clint, take it away. I think they love you. Yeah, we love you guys. Well, first off, it's, uh, it's good to be up here again with you, pal. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been, uh, I was a little bit worried there that I'm we weren't going to have Mark, or Mark and Maven. Here we go. I'm here. I'm yeah, here. Absolutely. But I want to hear, you know, it's, uh, I know we had the kickoff, but it was a couple of years. So without land, right, without, without these moments, now it is the Optic Major here in Dallas in front of this crowd. It's Thursday. What's it like? Yeah, I mean, we just literally set up here. Like, we can't, we can't imagine what it's going to be like here on Saturday because... Because Thursday was popping, so uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a great atmosphere. Obviously, we love the green wall. You guys are the best in the world, best fans in the world. Uh, so thank you all very, very much, and uh, you know we're just gonna try to get some wins for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I love to hear that. Thank you, bro. Not to get too serious yeah, with all, all the love out here, but thank you. It was a little up and down, well, maybe down then up when you talk about the qualifier for this. What were you really trying to get to click for you leading into the major? Uh, I mean, we've just been in the lab. Like, we've been working so, so hard. I'm sure you guys can see that with our gameplay. Um, we've just been trying to really polish everything that was going wrong for us. Like, those round 11s, we were looking back at our search as a whole and just trying to not get to that point, first of all. But then if we get to that point, knowing that we have, like, the exact plan, how we want to win the round. So... We've just been working really hard. We've been getting on an hour early before practice for the past, since the game came out. And uh, I'm really happy that it's shown. We've just been putting in a lot of work. Yeah. So did you like, I know last year that 1v3 with accuracy was a tough moment. What, did you have a pep talk with Bruce before? Cause he put him in a body bag. Like the map three, Bruce is like 80 and 20. I look over poor Lamar, it was like 11 and 30. I mean, was, was he, a, was Bruce on a mission? Nah, I mean, it happens in this game, dude. Like you can get thrown <laughs> into a blender yeah, so maybe hard just on this rogue. game specifically. Um, but yeah, Bruce is an absolute animal. Uh, I love my teammates. They're all absolute beasts. So they make my job real easy. Hey, excited to see what you can do. It's awesome to see you again. Good luck the rest of the way. Let's get it Thank back you to guys. the desk. The Royal Ravens, Atlanta Faze. Hey, the Green Wall was going fucking crazy, man. They do. They really do be getting loud in that venue, man. Cause, and, and obviously, there's a lot of non-Green Wall people in there it's as the, well. It's so the you, optic venue, too. The, no? It's the optic venue right now, man. I mean, the Green Wall came out hot. It, it's always nice to hear them erupt, you know, when they're playing. Like, I, there's something about it that just fucking, it's lit, bro. Even when you're playing against it and they boo you. It's just the it's just the energy in there. You know what I'm saying? Like even They booed, they, they booed me a lot over the years. Oh, well, same. So. I mean, well, every, they booed us every time we got on stage. But, you know, yeah, pa you know Pat, at the end of the day, you sit there and, you know, you realize they're fans you respect it they're, they're booing the opposite team you know it is what it is to me it was uh it was the energy you know you respect it you get booed it, it, yeah. it turns you up you know pat makes you it's just the, the energy of the venue and the events i'm so happy we're back on land it's so nice to hear the crowd roar and, and do what they do but let's get into the matches tomorrow i just had it i lost it what the fuck am i doing can we link you i got it uh no i got it i got it right here we're good All right. um let's go into the matches tomorrow i say we just fire these off quick 
And then yeah. after the stream, guys, or after the flank, uh, I'm gonna be tuning into the No Pressure series that the New York Subliners have uh, have been filming. Uh, we're gonna watch it after the flank. If the, if after the predictions, you guys wanna stay tuned. Uh, that's what we're gonna be doing. Um, just a little heads up. But let's fire these off, man. Minnesota versus Los Angeles Gorillas. New York Subliners versus LA Thieves. Florida Mutineers versus Boston Breach and Paris Legion versus Seattle Surge. I'm thinking I'm gonna fire mine off right away. Actually, we'll do one by one. Minnesota Rocker versus Los Angeles Gorillas. I personally have the Rocker tomorrow. Three, Dude. two. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, just pick the team and map count that we were doing. Just fire it. Uh, yeah, I'll go Rocker three two. I'll go Los Angeles Thieves three zero. Mm, I'll go. I'll go. Oof. That's the tough one, yeah. Oof. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm going Florida Mutineers. I'm going Florida Mutineers. Uh, now nah, I beat the Florida Mutineers in rank play. I'm going Boston Breach. No I'm going Boston. No, I'm just kidding. I played Skies at that, at that patty. I had to do what I had to do. But I don't know what to do here, Pat. I'm actually stumped. I'm actually confused. I'm stumped on the first game, too. <laughs> all right, I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. I got all mine. I got Rocker 3-2. Uh, I okay. think same same struggle for the Gorillas. I just don't have faith they'll close the game five. Um, I got Thieves 3-0. I got Mutineers 3-1. Yeah. And I got Surge 3-2. Okay, so you, you think Boston's going to lose that tomorrow. What do you think, uh, Chris? What do you think about the... Go through all yours first. I, I By the way, I got Seattle 3-2, uh, three, three, you said? You said 3-2? Yeah, I think there's going to be some life out of Ooh. the... Uh, and, and a lot of Seattle's games are close. I know they're playing... I think, I think there'll uh, be some life out of, out of Paris, too. The only thing yeah. with, with that is that they're so new. I just don't know how much time yeah, they have. I, th I think they lose the series. I just think it could be a little bit closer. I'll go 3-1 like. Seattle. Only one I'm confused about is Florida-Boston. Chris, we'll, we'll hear yours. I don't know yet about Florida-Boston. Uh, I'll give you my <laughs> prediction soon. Uh, Rocker, 3-2. Like, uh, this is a hard one to predict because it's just like hard point versus S&D team. Uh, th Thieves, 3-0. Breach, I want to say Breach wins 3-1. I just like the way they've looked even online. And like like I said versus FaZe, I don't think they really played terribly. They're just playing against FaZe. And I think they can beat a team like Florida. And I have some confidence in that squad, man. I, I don't think their run is uh, over yet. Uh, Surge, 3-0. Just because Legion is new, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. You don't think it'll be close at all? I mean, I, I don't know, like, anything about, like, how Legion's going to look with Tom. I don't know how much... Is Tom playing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tom's yeah. playing. I don't, I don't know how much practice wait, they've got. Wait a second. Um, what about Jimbo? Jimbo's on there, too? I wait, mean, Jimbo's, Jimbo's that, was, that was the whole... No, not yet, but that was the whole, oh, like... That was the whole... He needs a shit, visa. Tom, it's probably too last Tom, minute for that. Pat, 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 don't, don't sit here and talk shit, like it, it wasn't leaked already. Okay, well, well he would need a visa. Shut your, shut your yeah, fucking he, mouth, he won't, be able, he won't be able to get there in time due to visas, yeah. so yeah, and he's but not... Also, but also, uh, okay. Paris just works slow, because I'm sure royalty made it over, too. Yo, you gotta think, though. Whoever Whoever is the... I think it was rumored to be Fellow, right? Getting replaced by... No, I'm sorry. Who was it... Yeah, what's fellow, fellow right? getting to get replaced, replaced by, by Jimbo? Jimbo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you got to think if he's on the chopping block, like he's hypothetically, turn up. yeah, he's got to be going hard tomorrow. So that'll be interesting. But listen, um, I'm, go I'm going 3 1 uh, Florida, by the way. That's my prediction. That's what I said, too. Yeah, I think they'll take the hard points. You said yeah, that? Okay, I, then, I, I, then, I, then I'll add a map. I'll go 3 2. I don't even remember what I said, but I just, I just I think Breach can win it. I'll just go 3 yeah. I, I think your argument was fair. They did play phase yeah. today, which is a tough thing to kind of go against. And they played Simp today. <laughs> yeah. Playing like that. Guy a, was, so. Yeah, different. And some of the maps are still, you know, pretty close at times. So, mm -mm. 
Yeah, well, listen, guys, I think uh, I think that'll do it today. No putt today. Ben Jane is seen. We got we to get a haggy putt. Chris, mm. put us out. Yeah, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> Chris, you want a fucking golf uh, putt? I got, um, or any I got of that a shit? Uh, bottle cap and a fork I can use as a... <laughs> no, no, do not okay. do that. Do not use any pass. of that. No, we're going to pass on that. I think we're fine. Uh, ben Jane is seen, obviously, uh, is at the... He's working with Esports Engine at the event. We we knew prior that, you know, the live shows might be a little tough for Ben to be at uh, sometimes. It might be tough for him to be on the flank. So we love Ben Janusim. We wish he was here. He might be here sometime during the weekend. I'm not sure. But Parasite, seriously, uh, we owe you one, man. Thank you so much for coming on during the weekend. Yeah, and uh, thank you. No, no, seriously, thank you, man. And, and I know Parasite's going to be with us all weekend. And he's also he's going to be streaming probably. Parasite, you're always streaming. You're always playing uh uh, fuck, I don't I'm know. An, I'm an MMO streamer. If you like COD content, don't watch me. Um, unfortunately, I'm I'm, I'm taking a full break, retirement. No, I I don't blame you for Call that. I don't blame you for that. The most I do is watch. Well, that, that's, and, uh, that's Call of Duty podcasts right? and stuff. I'm completely burnt on it. No rank play, nothing. Right, right, but right. I appreciate the shout out anyway. But that's just Call of Duty, oh, yeah. right? Not not other first person shooters that may be coming out. Um, see, I might be swayed to check out uh, X Defiant just because my boy Patty P, absolute Solid. FPS genius, is uh, working on oh, the game. Oh, shit. But we'll see. Yep, we'll but yeah, no, I, I, like Tommy said, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was, a, I think we had an awesome show. I think yeah, I'll be here tomorrow, Viewers bro. wise, yeah, I know, for sure. But viewers wise, I think Tom, they loved it today, bro. They loved it. You had the. Uh, you don't have to sub train anymore, but you did hit 10k. No, they, subs, what, so. Yeah, no, thank you guys, hell bro. Yeah, you guys have been going so crazy, man. I don't know what the hell happened before the show started today. I've never seen anything like that. You guys just like all ganged up together and, and like individually gifted five bombs. We went on our 900 sub train. It was insane. So thank you guys so much uh, for all the love and support. We got a Crimsix tweet, by the way. I don't know if, the, if you guys saw this. I don't know if you guys want to talk about this. What do you say? Um, but um, uh, he t he tweeted at a BZ and he said, "Do I have your permission to hit send? I spared you, but you're telling me to hit send. Either way, it's a good entertainment and it will feed the dirty mouse of COD drama YouTubers, regardless." Tweet it, motherfucker! Tweet it. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Maybe I don't know what, what that means. Called you about? Maybe that's probably that's definitely what he called me about. He just did, oh, he yeah. probably just didn't tell me. But yeah, th guys, thank you so much for the love and support. Seriously, like you guys have been going absolutely fucking nuts, and uh, we really appreciate it. And of course, I really appreciate it. Both. Oh, by the way, hit the fucking like button. Yeah, yeah, and bro, hey, listen, the patch that out the like button. You guys went crazy in the next video. Bullshit. The fuck? Hit that like button if you enjoyed, of course. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you guys hit that like button and share and, and do all that stuff. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Go to anchor.fm slash flank to check out all the audio says that we're on. Go to at flank on Twitter. Gert's doing a phenomenal job over there running socials. And uh, as always, guys, uh, this is your boy Zuma. Uh, shout out to Pat. Shout out to Chris. Fucking go. So we'll, we'll be here tomorrow. Guys, we'll be here tomorrow ready to go after the matches. Uh, I'll be I'll be live all day doing a watch party. So make sure to follow the stream and I'll see you guys in there. Take care. Bush your head. Peace out, guys.